Uh, hey, patrons, it's Scoots, and this here is a mini uh, version of uh, like an all-night real-time recipes episode. I'm not sure how many episodes uh, are going to be back-to-back here, but this is a little, com- com- what is it called, a compilation, com- com- compilation, compilation. Uh, what happens, what do you call a plate of commas, uh, like uh, a celebration of commas on plates, a compilation? What do you call it when instead of going on vacation at home, you sit around with a bunch of commas and don't do anything, uh, but have pauses that indicate presence of commas that are unneeded? What do you do with a ton of unneeded commas? You have a comma-cation. Comma, 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 commation. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, my patron peeps, uh, in celebration of 900 episodes and our 900th uh, look back at real-time recipes, here's a collection of real-time recipe episodes. Uh, also, as it, you know, if you're in a position, $10 on a patron's got the other half of this compilation. I don't know if there'll be the first couple because they're so raw, the audio, that I just haven't been able to figure out a way to remaster them, to put them out without being super disruptive. So I'm telling you right now, I haven't even edited this episode, like this portion together. I'm recording this ahead of time. So welcome to my future. But, you know, I made it 900 episodes. Couldn't have done it without all you. Uh, the wind in my sails, really, the and the and the water and the wood in my boat and the thing, you know, dowels and the, the glue and the and nails and screws. Also the uh, rudder and the rope, uh, I'm just uh, like steering the wheel side to side sometimes. Uh, thanks, patrons. And what do you say? We get out the show. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, uh, physical, emotions, uh, chain, you know, noise, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off it, distract you. What I'm going to do is create a safe place, and I guess I said that, hurt, but the way I'm going to kind of design the safe place, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Pointless meanders, slowly. I don't think I have a drawl, but I have something like it. Like I'm going to drawl stuff out. I'm not going to be getting to any points real fast. I'm going to be drawling it out or drawing it out. Uh, I try not to drool because I don't like mouse noises. I like my delivery to be, uh, even though I have creaky dulcets, I like it to be smooth. Uh, you know, as nice as I can make it. It, it. Really, that's like the whole concept of creating a safe place. I want it to feel warm. I want it to feel inviting. I want it to feel welcoming to everyone. That's why I say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, not only do I mean the gender binary, I, I mean all, but, you know, everyone who, who this reaches that it might work for, I want you to know I'm glad you're here. And one of the reasons I'm glad, glad you're here is that, that human connection, you know, sometimes it's not, it doesn't come easy, but in situations like this, it does because I've been there. 
And I've heard from, you know, thousands and thousands of people going through different things that have been keeping them up at night. And while there, there's a lot of things I haven't experienced, like I can relate uh, to whatever it is that's keeping you up, to, to that feeling you, that you get when you're like, what the heck, I just want to go to sleep, please. Or like, like, like I think I said recently, when you're traveling, like when you want to go to sleep on the plane, nearly impossible. When you don't care, lights out. Uh, sleep is a baffling, baffling thing. And you deserve a good night's sleep. Like, so I made this podcast uh, that's kind of part of what goes into it. But part of what goes into the safe places, like me saying, I'm glad you're here. And I'm going to be here and do my best to take your mind off stuff. So so here's the setup if you're new. Uh, First five minutes of the show, that's business so that we can keep the show for free, keep the archives for free, and credit the people that work on the show. Because uh, not only a couple of people get paid to work at the at, at, like so just to credit the people that work on the show, and uh, then we have the intro, which we're a few minutes into. Those tend to be about twelve minutes, kind of a show within a show, to show that you don't really have to listen, but also to kind of you know to set the mood. And for me to try to explain how the podcast works, which is kind of it's a paradox, so it's like a. Trying to explain a paradox, uh, like, uh, is, uh, creates a, it's like, uh, trying to cr- cr- say, well, I'd like to improve a roundabout. Uh, well, how are you going to do that? I, well, man, I'm going to call it a, a, a no, I'm going to drive around a roundabout and think about how I'm going to make an improvement on a roundabout. But so I'll do the intro. That's about 12 minutes. You can, there's a, should be a time when the story starts. So you could skip ahead. But for a lot of people, this sets them at ease. For some listeners, they fall asleep during the intro. Some people skip it. Hopefully, you listen to the messages so you know how to keep the show going and support it. But, it, like, otherwise, just, you know, get to where you need to be. Settle into bed. You know, you can start the podcast as you're easing in and winding down or when you're already in bed. Or some people start it in the middle of the night when they wake up. So there's really no wrong way to use the podcast, and there's no should around. You should listen, like, uh, other than the top of the show, there's really nothing you, you can miss. You know, you, you can miss, you can fall asleep whenever you want. And uh, I try to make it just engaging enough to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake, but not so engaging that you feel like you, you, you're obliged to listen because you're not. No, no harm. You know, fall asleep whenever you need to. My goal is to be here to escort you across that threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, But the other side of it is you're under no pressure to fall asleep. These shows are about an hour long uh, because I want you to be at ease and say, okay, I got a whole hour to fall asleep. I'll just kind of listen and I'll be here the whole time. There are listeners that don't listen to the show to fall asleep. They can't fall asleep. And so they listen to it for company or mild entertainment. And I give it my all to be there as their boyfriend and yours. So whether you're asleep in a few minutes or it takes you the whole episode or you wake up in the middle of it, you know, I'm here for you the best I can. Now, this doesn't work for everybody, you know, because I guess there isn't a one-size-fits-all solution to sleeplessness. Uh, so, so, you know, listen to it a few times if you're new. You know, try it out. Say, well, I don't know. Or huh, after the second episode, you know, this because uh, if you're skeptical, of course you're skeptical. There's so many things that say, oh, this is going to fix it, or this is going to, and, and if you're like me and you can't sleep, you're really, 
you can be in that place where you really want something to work. Uh, you know, because, heck, you do, like I said, you, 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 you need a good night's sleep, you know? And what a ripoff. I, I guess that's a lot of times I feel like that with stuff. It's like, what a ripoff. How, how come this uh, person's next to me, they're sound asleep, and I'm sitting here tossing and turning, and I got all this crap to do tomorrow? But that, that's why I make the show. I try to help, uh, to try to be there. It, to keep you company while you fall asleep, I guess that's a thing. It, like it, that's a ideal, uh, I don't know, like a version. It's like I'll be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now I'm a little bit goofy. The podcast is a little bit silly. It doesn't always make sense. Tonight we'll be talking about real. Tonight's a real time recipe, and what that means is. Uh, it's like, like, I don't know if you saw any, like, if you used to, like, I grew up watching a lot of David Letterman and Conan and those style shows. And I remember, you know, every once in a while they'd bring on someone to cook a, cook something, cook a, a meal. And they always like cut out the, like the lasagna, you know, they'd show you part of it and then the lasagna would be in the oven done. So it never happened in real time. And a lot of times it was just kind of comedic. But even like if you're watching some like news type show and they were doing the cooking, like your local news or Saturday morning showboat, you know, might have been something, you know, but they never were doing it in real time. Even some cooking shows are like, well, this is like a real time recipe show, which what could be like the reason they cut out those parts of the recipes. Who wants to sit around when the freaking thing break, bakes or the water boils? Say okay, well we'll just we'll just sit here while uh, the pasta boils. Well, that's what the, that's what this packet. And then we won't be doing boiling pasta tonight. Uh, most of this episode will be grocery shopping. Uh, but it's you know what kind of plan works like a real time recipe. What you know that'll put you to sleep. I think it will. I think it will. For sure. we'll be at the grocery store for about twenty three minutes, and it should be about the mildest trip to the grocery store you'll ever experience. Uh, so, so like, uh, that, that's the podcast. A lot of meanders, a lot of me going on tangents, observing stuff. That's not particularly interesting to anybody else but me. You know, me, me sharing my thoughts. Like, I, I, I tend to steer clear of controversy, but sometimes I do have, uh, what are those thoughts? Like, like, like a tonight, like salad spinners will come up, and I don't know how people feel about salad spinners. I don't know if a salad spinner was invented or repurposed or when when it first came on the scene. Because it, it felt like 90, 99 might have been the year of the salad spinner, 98, or that it became an, that it got into my purview. Where all of a sudden you said, you got to spin these salads? And I thought you tossed a salad. I've heard of that. And uh, pass the salad. I've heard of pass the salad. But you got to spin a salad now? I say, oh, yeah, it's a salad spinner. You spin it. Uh, so, you know, any, like, stuff like that, you know, that might be, that's as, uh, as extreme as we get. And then, and then I still say, well, I just don't get, you know. I, and so the ideal thing is you wake up tomorrow. And some people listen, some couples listen, but a lot of times, you know, one member of the relationship listens to the podcast and the other one sleeps really good. And those tend to be the people that snore, uh, which, you know, it's just 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 the case. Uh, but, you know, ideally you'll wake up, you'll be at breakfast tomorrow, or maybe one of your coworkers listens, say, wow, you look, you look radiant this morning. We say, well, I was listening to sleep with me last night, put me right to sleep, uh, I think. 
what, what did old Scoots, uh, like, what, what did old Scoots get on? Sometimes he gets all, he's got that, uh, like, uh, he's got that personality, like, he's a little neurotic. Did he get neurotic about, well, something about, uh, I think he's, he's trying to do, like, a routine. Instead of spinning plates, he's trying to spin plates of salad. Or at least had a dream where he was, instead of, like, spinning plates, he was spinning plates with salad. And the radishes were going everywhere. And then he was throwing radishes like they were mini frisbees. And I think there was like a poodle in a, a ballet skirt that was catching those. And then Scoots had to go say, somebody Google radish and poodle, please. And make sure that, uh, yeah, but the, the poodle didn't swallow the radish, just caught it. And then, uh, you know, like made a face. So I think that's what the episode was about last night. Sa- spinning, spinning plates of salad. But I don't know. I felt like I, I just woke up and uh, there was another episode on where he was talking about uh, uh, grating grapefruits or something. I think he wrote a poem about the grating, grating the great grapefruit. Uh, grated grapefruit. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you look great. You, you can tell you slept good. Fine. You deserve it. Uh, sorry about my snoring and drooling. Uh, but I did do the dishes. Oh, excellent. Well, that's great. Thanks, Scoots. So that's that's maybe just, that's like the, uh, um, whatever, the little little house on the prairie version or something. I don't know what the like, what way to describe it. Pollyanna, Pollyanna version of the podcast. But that's, you know, that's how it goes. Like, so you don't need to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. The podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know, I'm weird. Uh, but you know, I've embraced my weirdness cause it helps people put people to sleep and I want you to know, you know, it's okay to be you too. And it's okay to be you here now and just let out some air and say, okay, you're here. It's a safe place. It's here to help you fall asleep. I'm glad to hear it's so good to see you or hear you or to be heard by you. And I say this every episode cause I mean it. I really hope, I really yearn. And I really work hard because I want to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, thanks for coming over. It's so good to see. It's been so. It's been too long. And you might say, so "What do we? Did you, you know my invitation to come over? The voicemail I left you. You know, I don't check my voicemail. Just I don't know if you've left me any voicemails. Uh, I try to, but I rarely do." But that's weird that I don't listen to voicemails, but I left one for you. So, But I don't know if you listened to it, but in it I said, well, you're going to come over to do some cook. We're not going to be technically cooking, but I don't know what else to t- call it. So we'll be cooking, you know, something so good for us. It's so good to taste. There's so many options. Like, I'm so excited. We don't, I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. But we're about to make uh, some, uh, we're about to go to the grocery store. Without a shopping list, uh, I feel like Gloria Gaynor, even though she didn't sing that song. I think that was the Pointer Sisters. But anyway, we're going to head over to Trader Joe's. We don't have any, uh, we don't have a shopping list. So we don't need to check it. Of course, that means we could forget things. I have my fingers. And they've only failed me, you know, for the majority of the lists I make on my fingers. But this one, this is one we really can't, where we really can't go wrong. We can only go right. 
but we'll really we're really gonna get down we're gonna get down down to the down to the ground you know let's let's go let's uh do I have any updates believe it or not I don't this time there are no updates uh all my crushes are virtual i've I've moved my crushes to a virtual location offshore well it's not technically offshore but uh kind of offshore. Yeah, I've offshored my crushes. So let's talk about it on the way to Trader Joe's. You, you look great, by the way. Look, so, so, so terrific. And I'll tell you what, after we eat, what we eat, will, uh, so what do I get? What, can I give you the backstory on why? I'm, I'm not trying to be mysterious. Well, you know, like, a, like, and this is full disclosure, you know, Blue Apron's been sponsoring the podcast, and I got really hooked on Blue Apron. And But the one thing I noticed, one thing that can make a Blue Apron meal better is a salad, S-A-L-A-D, a homemade salad, or home prepared. So that's what we're going to do tonight is make some salads. Uh, it, it, well, I'm going to give you an array of salad options. Okay, I did. I didn't know we'd get to this this quick. No, I do not have a salad spinner, and well, we, we could talk about that. The salad pl- at, the, at the Trader Joe's. Uh, oh, we're, we're, so we're doing real time driving now. We used to always get there by the magic of podcasts. I wouldn't have to fill time on the way to Trader Joe's. But you want me to keep talking? Can I just tell you, you're an excellent driver. It does not even feel like I feel like. A, Oh, should I tell you about my? Yeah, so I'm very happy with uh, the um, lease. They leased the Chevy Volt. I'm very happy with it, and that's why I'm letting you drive it. We're being powered by electric electricity. Is it just so smooth? And yeah, there's no. I don't know. I don't know what the carbon. I don't know what my carbon footprint is at all. But uh, it's reduced. I hope. Uh, Except, you know, for my, when I was doing all that marshmallow toasting, I think that probably increased my, uh, that doesn't increase my carbon footprint. I don't know. I think you might be wrong on that. Uh, how many marshmallows did I toast? Probably thousands. Uh, oh, no, that was a dream. That was when I was called, I, I, I had a dream I was the village marshmallow toaster in one of the largest villages. I think it was influenced by reading uh, one of the Discworld novels, uh, Jenny K. sent guards, guards, guards. Or maybe it's only two guards, but I was dreaming. I I was wandering the streets selling toasted marshmallows or marshmallows being toasted, which obviously increased my carbon footprint. But so it's a good thing we're driving an electric. Yeah, it's a confusion around the Chevy. So Chevy now has a Volt and a Bolt. and the Bolt's all electric. I think it goes about 200-something miles. The Volt goes uh, 50 miles on electric, and then it switches to a gas a generator or engine thing. So it's not a hybrid. I like it. It's uh, That's why I said free mentions of it, because I, I like it. Yeah, but it's, it doesn't feel good. I, I do, like I, I say, holy, no wonder Elon's so popular. This electric stuff is great. And the best thing about making salad is we won't be having any internal combustions later either, <laughs> if you don't mind me seeing. Well, we could, I guess. You're right. You could from salad. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was going to talk about salad spinners before we as we get closer to Trader Joe's. Um, I don't have a salad spinner. I did. I, I have had them in the past. I, I found that that makes me eat less salad. The idea of having to spin the salad... 
Okay, let me just lay this on you. I'm not big at washing my vegetables. Like, uh, just put that out there. I trust, I trust, like, I trust Trader Joe's. Unless it's going to my daughter's lunch, then I'll wash the vegetables. Uh, but the salad, perhaps, like, I guess I do wash a pepper. I just, like, like, I buy a bag of lettuce. Let me just, can we, can we talk about that when we get there? Because it goes on, I mean... It is multiple things, reasons, so don't judge me. My carbon footprint just shot right back. Well, probably, I guess I'm, I mean, I use the salad bags for Koa's, uh, to clean up after Koa, so does that help? Maybe. I think you're giving me a hard time. I almost feel like we're flirting now that I don't have, uh, it's not that I do, well, I never flirted with anyone at Trader Joe's. Remember I tried with the, Wush, I tried to ask where the Worcestershire sauce is. And then I didn't didn't flirt after that, and then with the the pork roast or whatever. So, oh, so salad spinner. Well, one idea spin like it just seems like a lot of work. One, what are you spinning off of it? Moisture. Yeah, I do. I, do, I guess I never got it. I, I mean, I get the idea. Um. I don't know, like, uh, just, like, you know what, salad takes up a lot of room. That's the other thing. Once you, and even when you're spinning it, it takes up more room. And I got a tiny apartment. I got a tiny fridge. I really don't have the space to be spinning salads and increasing its mass or whatever you want to call it. It's a lot of space. At the same time, I did buy something. I don't know if it's by Rubbermaid or somebody else that is supposed to keep your salad crisp longer. But I don't have to spin it, which is the key. You just put it in there. And it takes up some space, too. Uh, just not as much as the salad spinner. I don't know. Maybe I'm a susp- am I the suspicious salad spinner who was a spinster. What about that for a spin? Would that be a spy novel? What about the salad spinster? Spinster. The spinning salad spinster. Oh, that was the Agatha Christie one. I, I believe it makes sense. I, I can see that. The spinning salads of the spinster. I, I think we could give chocolate a run for its money in that case. You know? No? Well, that's it. Oh, so I guess that's about it, about salad spinning. One, does it do anything? I mean, yes, it gets some water off. It, this is what I didn't get. Does that affect the salad in, immediately, or is that just affect the longevity, the longevity of the salad? Well, here's my thoughts, and, and I'll be honest with you because I know I'm right at this point. If like uh, if it's going to impede your consumption of salad, don't do it. So, for me, the day I said no spinning of salad was the day. It, there wasn't actually a day I said that. Like maybe I should get a sign. Maybe I should talk to Frank, old 12 Galaxies Frank, and see if he could carry a sign around that says no more salad spinning. Well, you're right. I guess it wouldn't be accurate. I stopped spinning salads, and I've never felt freer. And I've never consumed more less, like I'm consuming more salad. Leafy greens. You prefer leafy greens? Well, it's, well leafy greens is one ingredient in a good salad. Oh, we're in Trader Joe's now. I have the worst parking luck, at, parking lot luck here. So I'm trying to close out my salad spinning thoughts. I think that's it. Like, uh, like once I stop spinning the salads and 
We'll get into the bagged, we'll have the bag salad conversation. Believe me, I don't want to be shamed for how I buy my salads. I'll even buy a kit every once in a while. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's fine. You could judge. Go ahead. Go ahead. When, you know, when whatever leafy greens do to you does to me. But my goal for you is to get you on, uh, let's see. And I'd like to get you up to 15, 15 servings of uh, of leafy greens a week. And I think we could do that easily. And I don't know what they prescribe. You know, I think probably you're supposed to eat a thousand if you go by the, uh, you know, nutrient overload newsletter. That's one I subscribe to. Like uh, for people, you know, they, they, they don't see the world in grays. You know, I don't subscribe to that. I think, do you think I could sell that nutrient overload news uh, letter? It wouldn't be actual news because it being in a newsletter does not mean it's news. Uh, whoever's, you know, already forming it, they say, well, uh, 15 salads a week. It's not salads, though. It's leafy greens. I'm sorry. We were talking about salad. I was saying, so once I got rid of salad spinning, I ate more salad. I don't know if I actually ever sat, spun. I probably spun three salads in my life, and then the salad spinner otherwise sat there taunting me. And let me also say this. I do actually, I guess I'm lying. I do enjoy spinning a salad because what I'd like to do is build up the momentum and then spin it the other way. Get it really going and then spin it. So, so maybe I just, oh, can you overspin? My salad's been overspun. I guess that may, might be... Uh, what people said, I know this isn't falling on deaf ears. I know you agree with me. You just don't want to. That's like, a, a, you know, let me know. Do some research. Let me know if this is an essential step. I, I still won't do it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm full of salad right now, so, or greens and stuff. Okay, so here we are. And yeah, there's no reason I have no worries about running into any crushes because I've offshored my crushes uh, or off. Uh, I've put them online. Uh, where online? Well, the mystery places, places across, you know, places where, where you like uh, where I'll never run into them. Uh, how's that? Uh, can I tell you more about my crushes? No, because we're we believe it or not. As soon as we get in here, right on our right is the salad section. So no, we don't need to talk about my. Uh, current, yeah, we don't need to discuss that. So here we face our first step of uh, salad consumption, which I think for the first 28, 26 years of my life, I considered, you know, like most Americans that grow up uh, in what would, under quotes, would be middle America, the iceberg lettuce is considered, was considered a salad to me. With a cream dressing and maybe a few tomatoes. And then if you like went in a salad bar would be the other kind of salad. Those were the two salads I knew of from my youth. Iceberg lettuce with maybe some other stuff. Maybe if guests were coming over more stuff. And then a salad bar, a pizza hut. My dad would go to that. We We didn't get to go. And maybe my mom. And then we would beg for, uh, what do you call it, sesame seeds. So this is the salad section, and let me walk you through. Let, let me overcome. I don't even know if they have iceberg lettuce because I've moved on. It, like, well, I, if I didn't go with the bagged bagged greens, 
I would be a Romaine person. But the problem with the Romaine, you get these Romaine, I think I guess they're called Romaine hearts, you know. I'm not breaking any. Well, actually, not right now, I'm not. Romaine heartbreaker. It, uh, that does not, you know. But So they, I think they come three to a bag. And I can't consume three romaine hearts in the time. First of all, once you start breaking the hearts up, they take up a lot more room. And it's just real estate I don't have. The other thing is I don't think I can consume all three in time uh, before they go away. But also then with the space situation, then romaine would dominate. And I prefer... And again, this isn't—I'm no scientist, you know. I I could barely I could barely get a plate at a salad bar. I don't think I'll be passing the salad bar, you know. Like that was like an attorney type joke, but uh, so so like that was why Romaine went out. Now, if if I'm making something that calls for Romaine, I still will debate it because I just don't like to waste. uh, I don't like to waste my salad, uh, so it's just a. and again, now you're looking at now Trader Joe's, they do have a pretty fine selection. Now, all the way to the left, they'll have a couple of kits. And let me just tell you my opinion on kits real quick, because I, I say sometimes they have a seasonal kit. Every once in a while, get it and see if it inspires you in your future salad designing. And say, well, I never thought about that. And especially with a, a child, then you can see if they, they dislike those ingredients. And, you know, not, you know, maybe they had, I think one time they had, I don't remember what it was, if it was a, like a chopped fig or something small. Uh, but you can avoid all those things. And let me tell you, I'm no salad expert. Like, I'm a blue, this is, this is going to be a lesson in blue collar salading. And if you have a blue collar out there, you need to eat more salad for sure. But so you have your salad kits on the left, and you could use those. Or you say, if you have a fridge at work, maybe think about grabbing one for lunch at work. And over three or four days, eat the whole kit. And, yeah, that might take some, you know, planning and buying of Tupperware things. But uh, you're giving yourself a little gift, and you're making it easy. But so those are the kits, and I'm not against a kit, but I, I prefer actually more selection. Now, let me tell you where Trader Giotto and the other whatever characters, you know, Barney Bear, whoever, I don't know, the, the, the Smoofy, I think, is one of them. Smoofy the Giraffe, I think that's one of the tra- forgotten Trader Joe's characters. But so they really do have a wide variety of salads here. And you can even, if you're feeling like you want some iceberg or some butter, lettuces, you know, a crisp, a crisp, a paler shade. You know, I do like, I, I, I like a dual foundation salad. I'll be honest with you. And I do like one of these like crisper mixed bags. And usually they're mixed. Uh, so you'll see. You've got a pretty good one with the crispy, crisper, lighter lettuces in your butter, your romaine, and your iceberg range. And they'll come with like a variety of, you know, like maybe some carrots in there and that, uh, some, maybe some cabbage or the other stuff that's red. And that's what we're going for. Big picture is a lot of diverse colors in our salad. That's what they always say. Get the diverse colors in your salad. That makes it taste better. Makes it better for you. I guess that memo hasn't worked its way around, you know. But but let's let's just get, let's just keep the discussion of salad uh, because it just makes sense. It's an easy rule to follow.
So keep, 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 keep a rain, you know, rainbow style salad. Now that's a whole different, an actual rainbow salad that's uh, trademarked in somebody else's business. But this is like a, a, a wide variety of stuff in our salad. But it starts with our dual foundation here, which is these, like, a, like, a, if you want a crispy, like, I, I like that. But then we also want, you want your dark leafy greens and, and maybe your cruciferouses, cruciferae, cruciferi. And Trader Joe's is more than willing to help you, like, uh, and depending on the day. You'll see, like, you got some baby kale. You could have those super green, green, you know, power greens. You get some spicy mustardy greens. They have, like, this cruciferous crunch sometimes, which is all these uh, shaved uh, cruciferous vegetables. But these are, are, are richer, darker greens. And I think, like, it, it just gives you a good mouthfeel to have both. Because uh, then you get some crispy, lighter greens, some carrots. And you get the darker greens in all of their layers of flavor. Now, I will say that some of these bagged, the heavily bagged, like with mixed dark greens, I just try to avoid those. Unless I know I'm going to eat it in three days because it doesn't last any longer than that. And I don't care what they say. And I don't care what you do. You may have a salad spinner. I'd say, I'd say spin that conversation right out of here because these are super dark mixed greens. Cruciferous crunch, that'll last you two weeks. Power greens, maybe five days. With these mixed dark greens where you're getting into the, a lot of these different ones, they're not going to last very long. So you got to be prepared to eat it. So we're going to get two bags. Like, go ahead and pick, uh, like, whichever you wish. Oh, you're going to go four bags because you want that cruciferous crunch and the power. I, I got you. So that's our dual foundation. And let me tell you, you could, you, you could, sir, you can plate it right out of the bag. You take one, three, four finger full, drop it on the plate, then drop on the other ones, or you can mix it in a bowl. And I'll tell you something your body won't tell you. If you're rushing to work, you know, just just throw some of these, a two, 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 handful of each one of these in your, in a little uh, container. Take it to work and eat it. it it'll, your body will love it. And even if you don't have, if you if you don't have dressing, your mouth might not love it so much, depending on what mixed greens you. The darker greens can have some strong flavors. But, you know, the, that's the thing. Now, whoa, whoa, before we leave here, we're also going to get this purple bag purple and clear bag, you're right, of uh, baby spinach or whatever it's called. Uh, and that's going to be our greens for breakfast that you're going to have from now forever. And I'll explain how to cook that. That we will cook. So that's our salad. So then we're going to work our way through here. We're going to get some carrots, and uh, that's an easy one. Keeps Koa happy. We're going to get a, a cucumber. And usually I'll stop myself there, but you, there is other stuff in, in this little section. I don't know why the salad stuff is so spread around, but I guess, like, I'll give you my basic salad that I like, uh, and, uh, you know, you could add on from there whatever you wish. But I'll take the cucumbers and the carrots here, and then you, but they have herbs, they have other, you know, salad, like, uh, I don't know beets like it would I like I like I said I can't do, I can't do beets. I mean I had a few like I I just don't have the effort to pickle any beets or whatever. So so but so let's just keep moving. And how about that? Thanks. 
Now, after the salad section here, you can see Trader Joe's has their own, um, these dressings. We're going to make our own dressings, but you can, again, for inspiration or time savings, get a dressing here. And if you're going to eat a salad every day, like, I mean, you don't want to get like, a, I guess you could, these are your decisions. You're a free person to decide like, but if it's, if having a little dressing on there is going to make you eat salad, I think that's great. I mean, some of these dressings, I don't even look at the back, like the creamier ones. I don't know. You know, I'm living in a vinaigrette based world, except on, you know, on the weekend, I say, give me, he'll just slop some blue cheese, creamy blue cheese on there. But if you're gonna, if blue cheese will keep you eating salad every night, let's let, let's let's keep. You know, you can make that choice. Okay, so we're gonna head over here to this island. This is I call it Potato Island, but it has a lot. It has potatoes and onions on one side, and this is where you, you know you got to decide as a parent what are you gonna do because I do like onions in my salad. My daughter does not. So the majority of time, I just skip it, skip it. And now, I, like, since I've learned a lot from Blue Apron, I will sometimes now pickle some onions and do a quick pickle uh, based on one of the recipe cards. So maybe vinegar and sugar or uh, like, a, like, a, like maybe a more Asian ginger style like pickle. Like, but, but it, like, I think it's just if, if you just put acid like vinegar and or lime juice or lemon juice with a little sugar. Maybe there's supposed to be another ingredient, probably some salt. Uh, yeah, definitely salt, I think. Then you, you could pickle your onions. Kids might like the pickling better because it's, uh, but red onions, I mean, they're not that strong. But I do like onions and it. Like normally I just won't get them because I'm, you know, I'm a parent. I got to, we got to get your homework done. You got to get the salad. But the great thing about the salad is you, the method I'm going to teach you, it's a once a week salad and then the pressure is off. You know, depending on, you know, the, the the timeliness of the ingredients. Now, here's where we get where you can get your spectrum going. You know, we got the carrots and then the rest of it was kind of like a, like the, we have a diversity of green and then we have some orange. But we have these bell peppers. I like bell peppers and I like that you can get them in three to four colors. You can get your green but then you can also get, uh, I like to, I just buy those four. I get a green. I don't always get a green, but I'll get the yellow, the orange, and the red. And I'll chop them in chunks and put them in the salad. That's that easy. And then we'll move down and you have your tomatoes. Now, again, I guess if you're spinning your salad or you know what you're doing, you could dice tomatoes. But I never, if I've had mixed results on anything in my life, it's tomatoes. So now... And again, this might be food science. So like again, I'm no, but they have Trader Joe's has a lot of different of these plum, uh, grape-sized tomatoes. And most of the year, they have these heirloom-style ones that again come in a rainbow of colors, which like is good for us. But my daughter also likes these red uh, plum grape-sized ones in her lunch. So either one of these. But again, you could get any tomato you want again, but I just find my tomatoes are too wet. Maybe it's because I'm not spinning them or I, I don't even know. I don't People say core a tomato. I say, what? Tomatoes don't have a core. I mean, I know they do, but I wouldn't. I say, that's a lot of work. Uh, coring a tomato. Count me out. So, and I, I guess like some people have salad with tomato I guess I, I, had, I, I could be wrong. I, I mean, I, I like a cold, 
If I'm going to have a tomato, what is it, quartered, a quartered tomato? I like it cold. Or I guess there's tomato slices. I've seen those in salads, too. I just worry about, like, I don't want the, the, the larger tomatoes to hear this, but I just worry about their performance over a few days. Where these ones are self-contained, they're just little globes or circles. So, uh, and again, it gives you a little portion control. And again, it makes it easy to throw it into something in your lunch. So you have it at lunchtime. So let's get those. And then let me think, because this is the, so we might want some garlic. Uh, so if you grab some garlic. And I think that is it uh, that I can think of here. In the salad section, so we we have our salad stuff, correct? I, I think we have everything. So we need our dressings and then our like fixings or whatever you want to call it. So let's go over to the dressings because this is going to be uh, pretty simple. Uh, and again, the bounty of Trader Joe's here, and everything's right here in this aisle. We're going to go past the frozen into into this next aisle. Because this is kind of mid-central, and we're going to get a lot of work done here. So let's start with the easy. Get this 21-season saute, salute, or whatever the heck it's called. And you can take that home with you just because I have it already. And then also maybe the lemon pepper. We have salt and pepper, so I think we're set otherwise. Then we're going to get our oils. And again, this is you don't have to follow my thing. Well, let's just get some olive oil, and, and it's nice to have these choices. You say, well, I don't know what a Tuscan or a Tunisian olive oil is. Just get it and try it, and then the next time you could try something else. And I guess I hear good things about canola oil, and no offense to canola oil, but I just, like, because you use olive oil on almost everything, I just get olive oil. When it comes to the vinegar, now that's where, you, again, I, I say go with balsamic and something else. And I've been hearing a lot of good things about these fruit fruit and citrus-based vinegars, so maybe go with that. That's the other thing we forgot is citrus. So while you look at, oh, we'll just, yeah, let's just go by and get some. Oh, you got some lemons. Great. Thanks. You read my mind, I guess. But so, like, uh, you, we're going to get a couple vinegars and a couple, like, so, yeah, we'll get the balsamic and rice vinegar. That's fine. Uh, like, uh, that sounds great. But, yeah, you typically you have your red wine, you got your, you know, apple cider, and then now you have these citrusy, you know, they're, they're, they're broadening the things. Now, I'm a big balsamic person, but that packs a lot of punch, and I'm going to teach you a little combo move that I've, uh, you know, learned a, a thing or two. But so now we have our oil, we have our vinegar, we have our salute, 21 season salute. Oh, mustard. That's the next thing we need. Uh, and I think you, like, I don't even know what emulsifier means, but I hear that uh, with salad dressing. But see that one, it's got the mustard seeds. It's like a, like a Dijon style. Whole mustard, you could get that one, and if you want a different one, you could get it. But I am a big fan. And by the way, you know, I'm, I'm not into food naming, but I think a lot of these, when you ask around, these are superfoods. I do believe that. I mean, I'm just using it saying, hey, mustard, in my opinion, you're a superfood. You, you taste good. You make other stuff taste good, and supposedly you're good for me. And also you're not bad for me. So that, to me, is a superfood. 
But I think when they talk about these dark leafy grains and these vinegars and these olive, you know, these are all like, so you're getting superfoods, maybe. But foods you could call super, definitely. Because what are you going to say? You're not going to say olive oil. Quit slacking. Because the olive oil would look at you and say, it pretty much do everything. You know, you you put me, you know, you put me on your freaking earlobes. I'll, I'll help with them. So, again, I'm sorry, I lost it there. It just gets so excited. Okay, so, yeah, I knew this was going to come up because one of my New Year's resolutions was to eat more beans. And it's mixed results. Now, so I haven't been able, again, maybe it's the salad spinner thing. I haven't reached a level with beans that where where uh, I could have them in the salad because I think if you leave them in with the leaves, they they mess it up. I mean, I think the key would be some point when I have more time to have my beans with some sort of vinaigrette on their own. Because otherwise, they ju- like I just take them out of the can, I drain them, maybe I rinse them, and then I put them in the salad. It doesn't taste good. And then if you have it the next day, somehow the beans, the, the beans and the like, leafy grains don't get along. Everything just becomes sagged. So for now, we're going to be bean free in our salad. But one day, I'd like to be there. I'd like to be like have, like uh, having beans in my salad to, to get because I'm. My goal was five servings of beans a week, and I'm probably at one or two. Uh, so, yeah, not, not something I'm, I'm super happy about, but, you know, live and learn, live and learn. Okay, so we have one more stop, which is in this this aisle here, which we have all the nuts and all the, like, uh, and all the, like, dried fruit. And so you could get, you know, like, I, I mean, I like the cranberry or the cranberry that's been soaked in orange or whatever. Or the cranberry with the seeds inside. And then um, I guess I'm a traditionalist. I like some sesame seeds, which, you know, and they're also like the the uh, the, the uh, pumpkin seeds or the, those other ones. It starts with a P, uh, like like um, whatever those are, those, those ones are good. They're like a, uh, somewhere between a pumpkin and a sunflower seed. But those are all great. Like, and I, oh, bread, like, what are those, are those called breadcrumbs? What are those called? Croutons. I'm not a crew, I'm not a crouton person. I mean, the reason being, I guess, is, uh, croutons are pretty hard. And, like, uh, so I have trouble, like, I just have always struggled with poking croutons with my fork, and then they just explode off the plate onto the floor. Or I guess that's uh, that's it. That's really that's just the ease of use. For me, I like the taste of croutons. I think they do add something to the salad. But sometimes I think of myself as a kid and I say, well, I'd just rather eat croutons than a friggin' salad. Uh, but now that I'm a big boy, you know, that like uh, I, I say, well, again, I, I'm looking for any salad interference. I guess that was the term. I just, you know, salad spinners, croutons, beans. Uh, too much, sal- you know, salad, sp- those are all, sa- those create salad interference and we got to like, uh, reduce your salad interference. I mean, I tell you what, don't let the, the, the dark greens hear this, but if I could just walk down the street eating a bag of dark greens and not like, you know, have my teeth look gross and they taste gross, probably do that. But I, you know, that, that's just not, they're, they're too pungent. And again, then we'd be just eating dark greens instead of a wide variety. 
Okay, so you have a couple add-ons. Those are nice. Um, a lot of times I forget the add-ons, so I try to keep them in a container that I can shake on. But having them is a nice option, and it makes you kind of feel like you, you, you know, say, hey, I got, I, got, I got some class. I got some nuts and uh, dried fruit on this salad and this hizzy. So I think that's it, and I, I know we have to wait in line, so you're going to want to know more about these crushes they have. They're really just uh, crushes, like, uh, um, uh, that's all I could say, like, uh, like uh, distant, not, not, you know, just like almost like celebrities, but not celebrities. No, I don't, I mean, I would, well, you know, when I, like, um, I can't say like no no one I know you know that's the safest kind locked away in my heart uh, with a rusted key that's where I keep my crushes for 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 whoever they be. Uh, no, it's not for lack of uh, like hopefulness of uh, meeting someone in Trader Joe's being able to talk to them. I guess the data doesn't hold up that that would work. Uh, but yeah, just uh, the just um, I've changed my my been inconsistent with my shopping schedule, and most of the time I've been hurried. The dryer in my apartment building's broken twice, so I, then I have to get like what I'll do is I'll put my drying stuff in the dryer, run over to Trader Joe's, get my daughter in one of those two orders, and then get back to the the, the clothes should be the people. By the way, the people at the laundromat that run it, they love me. Or they're just very nice people. They, 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 but they're so nice. It's maybe like, uh, I say, I wish my washer broke all the time. Just kidding, you know. Like, uh, plus everybody always looks at you. Like, uh, they say, well, it's actually my washer. It's my landlord. And it doesn't work. So, so that's so that okay. So we're checked out. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's no like. I wish I know how. You, yeah, like, uh, like. Uh, yeah, so they got no updates. It's just as straight as that. Anything at all I could give you at all. Well, um, no. I mean, I, like last night I had dinner somewhere, and I did like I, I don't think it was it's pre crush, you know, someone that was working there. But I'm sure she was like one of the owners. Uh, like, uh, like, and I'm guessing that her and her, her like partner or her husband or. I'm sure her and her partner run the restaurant and they're romantically involved. And so, but, but I did, uh, almost hit her with the bathroom door because of the closet for some of the restaurant supplies, they both opened. And then I said, Oh, excuse me. And then I said, let me close myself back in the bathroom again while you finish up in there. And then she said, oh, no, you know, like, oh, no, you're, you know, basically like you're, and I said, no, no, and then I just closed the bathroom door and hid there. But she did say, hey, have a good day when I left there. So, you know, that's uh, something to hope for. You know, maybe I'll be thinking of that when I fall asleep tonight. All right, so let's, let's travel back with the Power Podcasting, so we got to get to work on this salad. And by the Power Podcasting, we're back in my place, holy moly. So first things first, I'm going to show you the breakfast. Uh, it's really easy and like goes with the breakfast that I have almost every day, especially when we're getting on a school morning, uh, which is, you know, I soft boil eggs and then I usually create some sort of bread, pretzel bagel or something else or homemade bread. 
Then a toasting in the, I don't have a toaster, but I have the broiler in the oven. And then here on my skillet or whatever this thing's called, griddle, McAster and griddle, you turn it on. And then I spray a little olive oil on there after it's heated up. It's heating up now. And you just rip open that, that's a zip line, you know, that bag has like a zipper on it or whatever, that baby spinach. I always feel bad eating the baby spinach. I feel like a brute. I mean, I don't know who, like, talk about terrible branding. And, like, I guess I don't feel as bad eating baby carrots because I know they're just uh, strategically shaped carrots. Where I think this is actually baby spinach. And I say, well, I, and I, I guess I have to use extra cognitive dissonance when I'm eating the baby spinach. Uh, but at this point, I don't know what you're going to call it. Like, uh, fresh, I, I, I don't know, fr- fresh spinach is different because they did for a while buy fresh spinach. Uh, after I had this delicious spinach at this a sushi restaurant one time. Uh, Otakashi, or is that, uh, is that a, um, I don't know. But anyway, um, so the baby spinach, now that's hot and our things, just grab a big handful, throw it on the griddle. And you got to keep, now see how I'm, when I'm taking the spatula, I'm just going to keep stirring it because it cooks really fast. It wilts and uh, becomes just like Popeye spinach. And I turn the, I actually turn the griddle off. One, then I don't have to worry about forgetting about it and then worrying about forgetting about it. But two, then you don't have to worry about scorching the spinach. Because, I mean, if you think you're a brute and then you're scorching baby spinach, you know, then you're, you know, then that, that, that's uh, tossing and turning. Okay, so while you're doing that, okay, you're already chopping up the peppers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do debate those things. You're right. We don't need to have a huge debate, but do we skin the, the uh, cucumber and the carrots? Those are organic carrots. Uh, so I'd say, like, usually I'd say uh, it depends on how much Co is staring at me. Uh, but most of it, Sophia just got braces. So now I do, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, uh, I'll cut off the ends and then I'll shave the carrot and then I give that to Ko as a treat. Or I usually I make a, a carrot parfait with her dinner. And then I'll just keep using the peeler to shred the rest of the carrot. And then I'll put carrot shreds in the salad, which you're doing right now. With the cucumber, what I usually do, and I guess this maybe is wrong, but I, I just do a 50-50. Half the time, I skin the car- skin the cucumber. <laughs> You're laughing. Yeah, I don't even know if that's a saying, but uh, the other times, I don't skin the cucumber. So, And I don't know. I don't know anything about cu- cu- cucumbers or whatever the heck's in their skin. But I figure it, it can be a little tough, but, uh, you know, I'm a lot tough. I'm not a lot tough. I'm a softy. I know, but it, just for the podcast, I want to get that out there. I'm tough like a cucumber skin. I know, it's, it, but it can be a little bit chewy. I'm, I'm not chewy, though, I don't think, unless you're considering that. But so, yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, just slice them thin, and then who cares if it's got its skin on there, right? And then the peppers. And what I'll do is, like, I'll assemble all, of the, I'll assemble all these into a bowl, uh, yeah, and then I'll kind of toss it. I wash my hands, but I'll toss it, yeah. And then what I do is, it, like, I don't toss the salad into the, the greens. I'll take one handful of one greens on the plate, one handful of the other on the plate, then a handful of all of our mixed vegetable, chopped vegetables, and then the tomato. 
And uh, yeah, and, and then okay, well, yeah, and then let's put the uh, fixings on last, and then the dressing. I think you go dressings, fixings, but let me show you how we do the dressing around here. This is my dressing, but again, you, I think it's a three to one ratio: three servings of oil to one serving of uh, acid or vinegar. And your simplest one, you could, you don't even need to do that. You just should do uh, put a little balsamic on there. And then put a little olive oil in there, and then maybe some pepper and maybe some salt right on your salad. Uh, but here's what I do: I take an old mason jar here, and yeah, say let's say uh, again, I'm not good at three to one. Oh, one and a half cups to a half cup, right? That's one, two, three. Yeah. So let's put one and a half cups of olive oil. This is a pretty big mason jar. And now, 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 it says three to one. Now we're going to put a, a, a half cup of uh, balsamic in there. But then you're going to cut that lemon. We're also going to put a quarter to a half cup of lemon juice in there. So so it's going to be a little bit stronger acid-wise. And if it's too strong, we could just cut it with the thing. Now I'm also going to put some garlic in there. Uh, now this is like a jar of already minced garlic, so that'll be a little bit less intense, but sometimes I just smash up some garlic and throw it in there. Uh, but yeah, just put like a scoop of, like a tablespoon of garlic in there. And then I'll put two tablespoons of, uh, mustard in there, because that's a lot of liquid we have. And then I'll also put two teaspoons of the 21 seasoned saute in there, and maybe a little salt and pepper. And then you just put the top of the jar on and shake, shake it, shake it like a, like a, you know, shake it, shake that thing. See, and that's, you know, I don't know if it's coagulating, but that's dressing. Now, one thing I've learned is that these things aren't exactly refrigerator friendly. So if you put it in the refrigerator, uh, depending on the, the combination of oil and vinegar and stuff, like sometimes it'll solidify in your fridge. So you just got to take it out an hour or two ahead of time which you can forget to do. So that's why I always have just olive oil and uh, balsamic backup. So for that, so that's it. So so let, let's dress our salads. Oh, is anybody else coming? The Pointer Sisters are coming. They're so excited. And Eddie Murphy, yeah. No, they're they're here. They're coming. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, so good to see all of you, uh, Eddie. Uh, you're my hero of ours, and I hope you're ready for some healthy eating. That will be non. Well, we do have fixings, yes. Yeah, so we have we we. Oh, you set up a fixing bar. Oh, you brought some walnuts. Wow, thank you. And uh, yeah, love you, feel you. I'd like to wrap my arms around you and say thanks. I will. Thanks, Pointer Sisters, for coming by. And Eddie, sorry, Mister Murphy. This is going to be so good. And that's it. Like, uh, so we have our salads. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I was supposed to explain to you about the salads or anything. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, we'll just enjoy these salads. And, uh, like, again, like, uh, oh, so after, that's right. So afterwards, like, so this would be Sunday. You do your salad creation if you can. If not, do it on Monday. Or if not, split it up and chop a little bit each week and just add what you chopped, uh, you know, Monday, chop a pepper and a cucumber. Tuesday, chop another pepper and a carrot. But eventually, you know, the first night, I think you can leave the uh, the, the mixed greens in their ba- respective bags. 
as you wear down the veg chopped vegetables, then you can start to combine them. And then by Friday, ideally, like uh, you've eaten all the salad, you know, you got you got to use your judgment on w- if it's still good or not. But if you're using it for lunch and dinner, you know, you may have to re-up or you may not. It may, may last you all week. But what could be, you know, so what could be better than real-time salad assembly with you, right? And, uh, and of course, our guests. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that is mustard in there, Mr. Murphy. It is. It's uh, there's some, some whole seed mustard. Thank you. And thanks, everybody. Good night. Uh, hey, it's good to see you. It's been a while, and uh, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about how you're kind of my four-leaf clover, and, uh, you know, you're symbolic of good luck. Uh, friendship is, 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 is friendship good luck or a symbol of good luck uh, or good fortune? I'm fortunate to have you as a friend, and I'm glad you're here with me. And I'm really excited about this dinner party that we're going to have. I guess it's not a dinner party, more like we'll be cooking. Because uh, it's a re, like, a, it's an, I don't know if it's a reinvention. It, maybe it's a re, I don't know if it's a re, in, 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 what is it called? Reinvig, to reinvigorate. Uh, uh, but it, it kind of takes, uh, we're going to take it, tw- we're going to put a twist. It's a twist, I think. You know, on a, a recipe that uh, for some people they, they eat once a year, some people they eat more than once a year, and some people they say not interested. Uh, but I think after this, uh, a lot of people, we're going to take some technology that's probably, I don't know how old the technology is, but it's been, uh, it's become kind of a piece of pop culture. Yeah, but look at me getting ahead of myself. How are you? You look great. Holy cow, that uh, outfit. Uh, it really pops or makes your eyes pop, if you don't mind me saying. Like the colors in there uh, really, like, uh, makes me, I think after dinner we should just, like, uh, like just re-binge the entire series, season of Queer Eye because uh, I feel like I'm learning. You know, that one really, uh, I, I think, like, it, I don't know if that show has subtext. I guess it does, but it's like, uh, hey, we're here to fix how you look. Not really. We're here to help you connect with other people and yourself. And I can't, like, I, I know a lot of people have been touched by that show, and I guess I'm one of them because I say to myself uh, how fortunate I am to have friends like you. But I don't know. I see it as a world, uh, I don't know. I guess I see it in a broader context, and maybe it's just me getting carried away after watching it uh, and then maybe saying, hey, do you want to watch it again? Uh, or actually, I still have a couple episodes I haven't seen, to be honest. I tried to binge the whole thing, but I said, well, let me rewind it here. Because, uh, wait, how do you roll your pants up? Should I roll my pants? Here's a rule I'd like to ask. Can I roll my sleeves and my pants up? I don't think I'm a shirt roll up. Uh, and I always I said, what tailor, how do you go to a tailor if you, you uh, like, when you're, like, what does a tailor do with a balled up T-shirt? And he said, hey, fit this to me. Anyway, I'm just kidding. I'm really, like, what I'm excited about is the way the show engages people, uh, human to human, and it tries to sneak around those barriers, uh, like, we, because uh, it feels like there's there was, there's very little headbutting in that show, literal or figurative, uh, or, you know, even saying your, your palm to your forehead saying, boy, like, what is this, uh? It's more like, hey, let's try to, uh, you know, this is a human stuff. Uh, 
And, you know, there might be the clothes and the food we eat and the hair we have and uh, the environment we live in. And holy, I, I don't th- I didn't realize how many people drank uh, copious amounts of soda. Uh, so then I say, well, geez, I guess I don't. I guess uh, the little soda I do consume. Yeah, but this isn't about that at all. I was just thinking about it. Uh, I mean, this show's kind of so, like similar in the way this is, hey, you got some human stuff? Uh let me try to help. And our show is not fashion based, uh, but really, I just want to say that outfit really makes your eyes pop. Uh, so we're going to cook something totally, totally tangent. Uh, so we're going to cook something special. Uh, season, I guess it's a seasonal recipe, but it, after you have it this way, it might be occasional rather than seasonal, like quarterly. Uh, or whatever, bi-month, bi-monthly. Is that every other month, bi-monthly? So what do, we, what do you say we get in the uh, like get in the magic pod machine and head over to trade? Now, how's your, how's your uh, pet, uh, that lovely pet? Uh, what, what do, you, do you have? A, uh, what kind of pet do you have? Of course, I was just kidding. I knew that was what your pet was. What's your pet's name again? Of course, you know I knew that. Uh, I just, uh, I just want to hear you say it because it's so melodious to my ears. Uh, and when you say what kind of pet you have and their name, their my face lights up. But holy cow, does their face light up? Uh, you know, pets love hearing their name when when you say it with pride. And this is actually another show that reminds me of uh, Queer Eye is uh, a Caesar Milan show. I don't know what it was called. Uh, who's in the wolf pack or something, the wolf pack, uh, where it says, hey, I'm here to talk to you about your pets, but really, what's up with this human stuff? Let me t- try to uh, help you with this human stuff uh, through your pets and for your pets. Uh, but this has nothing to do with it. We're, we're not fixing anything here but dinner, so let's get in the pod machine. And by the power of podcasting vested into my creaky dulcet tones uh, and pointless meanders as we journey uh, through the digital airwaves, uh, you know, it's my car, but and by the power of editing, we're pulling into Trader Joe's parking lot here. And hey, what a beautiful day to be shopping with one of my good friends. It's so good to be shopping with you. So excited to uh, introduce you. This is a new form of cooking that I've been hooked on. And if you, you know, when I say pop cooking, you, you, you probably figured it out. Cause, uh, uh, but if not, you'll say, you'll probably roll your eyes. You'll say, Scooter, shouldn't you be doing that kind of cooking two or three years from now? And I'd say, well, maybe. When it comes to cooking, I'd like to be not on the cutting edge. No, we're not going to be sous vide You're right. That would have been. So anyway, come on, come on, let's get a cart. Uh, now let's stop on the outside here. Uh, if I could sing, I would sing two about clementines uh, or mandarins, and then I'd probably sing a song, What the Heck's the Difference? Uh, and then those, those, those other ones, I think that are just branded. They say, hey, well, the, we're one of those, but we're actually a brand. So you re- please refer to us as... Uh, whatever their brand is, which is actually a popular word. I don't know how you trademark a word like that, but they seem to have done it. Uh, but maybe they can only use it in the uh, citrus uh, citrus context. Uh, but let's get some plants. I, I've gotten two plants now. Oh, look at these succulents. They come with their own pot. Uh, yeah, there's like four succulents in there. There's that like, tree-looking one. 
There's that leafy one. None of these have thorns, so they're perfect for me. Yeah, we could do this is like a whole crew of succulents in one pot here. Leafy. Yeah, we could call that one leafy. Uh, that one I'd call it a hang, hang something hang. Uh, drang. Let's call it hang, dro droopy and hang. Drang. That's drang, leafy. Uh, that one's kind of like a mini tree. Uh, let's call that one poking because it's poking out. Maybe that's not a greatest name though, but, uh, uh, that one, let's call it squirf. Uh, I'll probably forget it. Good to meet you. Oh, look at this one. This is a gardenia plant. It doesn't have its own pot. Uh, uh but that, I, I think they, they're good at cleaning the air. Let's take that one. Two, two plants in one trip. Holy moly. Look out, green thumbs. Uh, you're about to uh, turn from green to a shade of uh, an earthen shade soon. But no, no, no. I'll, I'll, t I'll try to take good care of you. Gardenia, I don't have a name for you yet. But you are very green. Holy mackerel, I like your leaves. All right, so what are we cooking? Well, we're cooking dinner is what we're cooking. Uh, let's go inside. And, you know, I had a list on me, and I don't have it anymore. I, I just felt my back pocket were in all my front pockets and my other back pocket, and those, that's the end of my pockets. I don't have the list. Uh, so hopefully, so I'm going to send you out on my first, your first assignment. Uh, I need you to get the spicy brown mustard in the mustard aisle. Uh, no, I'm not trying to get rid of you. I have no current crushes in this store, so don't worry. I don't even, I don't even have any story. Unfortunately, I have no stories. Uh, you know, no, I, I feel anchorless and not k kidding. Without having a crush, uh, I feel an unanchored. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sending you for much, just for, uh, it's going to take you two seconds. You know what the mustard is, but make sure you get the spicy brown mustard, please. Oh, why must I'm a mustard first person. Yeah, we, we here at Sleep Me Podcast have a mustard first policy. I mustard insist you go get the mustard. Thank you. Okay, and I'll meet you right here, uh, uh just steps away at the vegetable thingamajig cooler or whatever the heck it's called, chiller. Yeah. Uh, oh, how about that for you? I, mean, I think I'm going to call this gardenia plant chiller because yeah, you're so green. You give me the chills. Oh, now I'm alone with my plants. Uh, yeah, that's one of my best friends. Uh, yeah, we're cooking dinner. You're going to smell. I don't think I'll keep you in the same room as dinner because I don't know if it's going to. Um, I don't know if you've been around cooking food very much, but this one will be different. Uh, so I'll put you in the other rooms. Don't worry. My apartment has light. Uh, I don't know. It has natural light. I don't know if it has medium. Uh, you'll do, you're going to do great. Uh, there's a couple other plants at home for you to meet. One's in the bathroom. It's a small succulent by itself. And I don't know how the two of you feel about music, uh, but you're going to be listening to a lot of it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I mean the group of you and you, Gardenia. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. What did I call you again? Green, green, green goo? I already forgot. What did I call you, Sprinty? I can't remember already. Oh, here's a, hey, good, good. You got the mustard. No, I was just talking to the plants. Uh, Chiller, that's the name of this plant here. Forgot its name for a minute. Okay, so here's the thing we're going to discuss here at the uh, Chiller for the vegetables with my plant named Chiller. The gardenia plant, by the way. 
I don't know if you've been to Gardenia. Maybe I'll take you on a road trip to Gardenia. Is that considered your homeland? I don't think it is. Yeah. Yeah, but so we're here in the veg. Here's the thing I want to discuss with you. So we're making a traditional meal uh, that people would have on St. Patrick's Day. Hinty, hint, hint. So you'll find out in about four seconds. You know, before, while we're talking, I'm going to grab an onion and some garlic. Uh, just so you know, you you could you, you don't need it. You don't have to have those two things, but it'd be good to have those. I guess you kind of do have to have them. Um, but we're not going to cook a traditional boil. But if I don't know if, if you were here in the store by yourself, you could purchase uh, carrots, uh, potatoes, and cabbage uh, for a traditional boil. But we're not making that because with kids, uh, uh, especially if you're having it for a non-celebratory dinner, like just a regular weeknight dinner, I don't know if I've ever prepared cabbage in a way my daughter has liked it. Now, maybe, and I, and I know I'm going to hear from, hear from, I know you got an objection about it. You can make great cabbage. And yeah, I'm a cabbage fan. And, and cabbage, she'll eat cabbage in a, in a salad, but, uh. I don't know. I made this one cabbage in uh, also in this cooking method in with a uh, Kahlua pig or whatever it's called, uh, uh, Kahlua pork. I, I don't know how you say it. Is that how you say it? But uh, I put cabbage in there, and it was so delicious, uh, and my daughter still didn't like it. Uh, I think it was it was literally melted cabbage that melted in your mouth. Maybe that's why she didn't like it. But that's what also having some potatoes and the carrots, I feel like. Uh, so we're going to skip those, but if you were here by yourself and you wanted to get those for, for a more traditional meal, you could do that. But we're going to replace uh, not the carrots, but the uh, the cabbage and the potatoes in, in a less in a more different way. So you probably figured out right now where we're having this cottage. What is it? Is it called cottage beef? And no, it's called corn beef. And I think Trader Joe's only has it for like a week and a half a year. Yeah, before we get there, we have to stop at this cooler, which is next to the chiller, which has uh, fresh sauerkraut, which is going to be our cabbage. And it also has pickles in there. And yeah, it's in that plastic container there. And that's a very, uh, so we're going to use that instead of cabbage uh, for our preparation. And actually, to be honest, it, it does have a stronger flavor, which is aligned with the corned beef flavor that I enjoy. So I don't find it, uh, like for me, it's, it's actually a win-win. I, I could go either way, but for this situation, uh, yeah, so we have our onions, garlic, uh, and then, uh, yeah, potatoes and we have an onion. Okay. Uh, cause that's what I always forget. And then we're going to go to our meat fridge here. Uh, I guess it's not a meat fridge. Uh, pleased to meet you. Remember last time I tried to meet someone at the meat fridge, uh, it was more like the run scooters frozen mouth to fridge. Uh, but here's where the corned beef is. Now, I'll tell you what about Trader Joe's corned beef or whoever, whatever company makes it for them and perhaps it for them. It comes uh, with the spice pack already loose in there, uh, which to me says that it's marinating already in the flavors of the spice pack, which is very, to me is very important. And I think it's like a pickling spice. I can see mustard seeds and peppercorns, and then there's other things in there. Uh, probably ground up a bay leaf. Uh, uh, but they have a nice corned beef. It's a bit pricey. I don't know what it costs a pound, but, uh, you know, this is going to be so good. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and pick one.
Yeah, that one looks great. Uh, and I never ask, and, and this might sound uh, strange, is corned beef actually beef or is it pork? Because I never know the answer to that, and I'm not kidding. I never even looked up what I mean. I assume it means it's somehow preserved in salt or brined. Like if you were out on the sea, like, would you eat corned beef out of barrels? Uh, yeah, I, know, I know I should have done the research uh, before I started uh, uh, taking you shopping. But, okay, so we have our corned beef. Uh, so now we're going to go past it. Now, we could, you could get some eggs. That's a bonus. Uh, uh, so let's grab a thing of eggs. So let's grab those free-range jumbos. And uh, we don't need anything else from here. That's the frozen section. Let's not go there. Oh, no, we do have to go there. Sorry. There's too many tempting things in there. What are we getting frozen? Oh, well, we're going to get uh, hash brown patties, actually. That's going to be our potato. Yeah, I don't know if a hash brown patties ever met peppermint patty, but that would be interesting. Yeah, but you could use loose hash browns or tater tots, too. But, uh, like, uh, I found that, the, like, I've never, I think I've probably made tater tots okay. You think they probably need to be deep fried. I've never successfully made uh, frozen shredded hash browns or fresh shredded hash browns. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've used no like too much oil and too little oil. Uh, too much heat, too little heat. And I can never get them crispy. So I say just go to a diner. Why? Like I can't get them like they're at a diner. Uh, but hash brown patties I don't have a problem with. Plus a hash brown patty will make a nice... Uh, it, trust me, trust me on this one. So, uh, but those are the loose hash browns. So, so let's grab the hash brown patties, which we've had in other meals before. Uh, but I'm a little worried since I don't have my list. Uh, so we have the meat, we have the, uh, so we have all the main things. So now we need the cooking things. Uh, so let's take it right here. Oh, hello. Is that a pepper jack cheese? I, I had a dream about pepper jack cheese the other night. Uh, no, I'd like, I wonder if I could fix up a peppermint patty, uh, hash brown patty and pepper jack cheese. Maybe they could just run a business together. Do you think pepper from, uh, Annie ever ate pepper jack cheese? Probably not. Uh, maybe they didn't. When was pepper jack cheese invented? Uh, well, no offense. I, I mean, I don't personally know Trader Giotto or the bear. Whoever, what's the bear? Is there, who are the other Trader Joe's characters? I always forget, uh. Elephant uh, ears, and uh, I mean, I, I don't personally know Trader Giotto or the panda. Who's the panda? Is that a Trader Pol Pol Polar Joe? Or uh, the uh, is there an elephant here? Is it Elephant Ears and Panda Joe? Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe you should just like uh, be. I mean, I have a sleep podcast. I don't have any facts there, but. Uh, uh, if I fig figure out when it was invented, I'll, I'll let you know uh, when, uh, is it called, what is it called? Pepper Jack cheese. Thank you so much. It's delicious cheese. Oh, okay. Thanks for moving me away. I, I, uh, I don't know what happened. That cheese went straight to my head. Uh, and now I'm going to forget what we, okay. We next thing we need is broth or, uh, or what's that, what's that, what's that other called? It's called bone broth or, um, stock, uh. I don't know, I get mixed up which is better than the other. And we have two choices here. So let's get both since it's a, like this is a shopping trip. We'll get beef broth and chicken broth. Now, if you're listening, I can't drink anymore. But uh, 
Uh, if you do, you could get a beer too, uh, uh, and mix it with one of these broths. Uh, uh, but I find the broth just does just fine on its own. Uh, how about uh, you know they have how about a sipping broth? Uh, here's a, here's something for an industrialist out there. Uh, I guess I should have patented the or whatever like sipping broth. Uh, mm, I mean, people, like uh, when you have uh, pho or uh, like ramen. Or even uh, miso, I guess that is sipping broth. Uh, that's a more of a sipping soup. Uh, but how about Trader Joe's sipping broth? A broth that's good for sipping. I would prefer a f- flavored broth myself. Uh, that's my favorite broth. Yeah, I try only to eat it when I'm not feeling good. Uh, or if it's, you know, someone's birthday and they like going there. Yeah, but otherwise I save I save it for, uh, I just, like, uh, I could sip that broth. I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I don't know how many, would it be a pre, uh, I guess it wouldn't be an aperitif. What do you call a pre-tif? Uh, you'd say, especially for people that can't drink, you say, well, it's cocktail hour for you, broth hour for me. If you could pick an hour uh, for broth, I know I'm doing a lot of talking in the broth. It's not nervous talking. I have no crushes on any workers. No, I haven't even had any strange uh I don't know. I guess, like, I guess the the uh, my, my ability to say to become an island is so fully enforced. Uh, I mean, I'm just so busy with the podcast. Really, uh, it's a good night. I mean, I guess I do miss it. when you can't when you can't uh, do all the other stuff. It's good to have a crush, but I don't even have. Uh, I guess uh, somehow I've timed myself out of even crushes. So I'm gonna work on that. Well, like I said, I offshored my crushes uh, to, like, even further imagining. Yeah, no, 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 not cartoon characters, but, like, yeah, more or less. Uh, uh, but what was I saying? I was talking about sipping broth. Like, what hour would be the broth hour? You say, well, it's cocktail hour. This is broth hour. It'd be more like the broth minute. What about that for a podcast? Uh, the broth minute, uh Things interesting to brothers and uh, people interested in broth, uh, broth, uh, talking broth. That would be a long show, but I could hear it. Do do boom boom boom. The broth a minute. This is Scoots uh, with the broth a minute. Uh, did you know broth has over four hundred and fifty uh, different molecules? Uh, all, uh, not all, are in liquid form. Uh, please take a second for our, you know, I don't know if you could have a sponsor in a broth minute, uh, but then you tell, you know, you just give a couple broth facts. This, uh, the broth minute, this day, Tuesday, uh, what, do you, what day would be history? There's no days of the week that start with H, right? But you'd say, uh, uh, Tom the turkey, uh, and this day, okay, I don't know. I'd say, well, but this, and this day in broth history, 1842, uh, uh, Sir Reginald Hempfeld uh, was at a coronation somewhere and spilled beef broth down the front of his uh, uniform and uh, was asked to leave the coronation. Uh, the bro- that's scoots for the broth minute. And then broth talk would be longer. I guess maybe that could be a podcast episode one day. We're talking broth uh, here on Broth Talk. Uh, you say you're talking bras or broth? Uh, bras, broth. Uh, I don't know anything about that other thing, uh, really. Except for the J.C. Penny catalog back when I was a kid. Uh, that I don't know what you're talking about either. Uh, no, broth talk. We're talking broth. Uh, 
uh, broth and uh, do we talk stock? Oh, yeah, we talk stock. Uh, we talk broth. Uh, we talk about the differences. Uh, but this is broth talk. Okay, so we have our broths. Uh, I don't want to forget anything, though, so I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, okay, so we have onion. I'm, I'm just adding the ingredients. Uh, uh, we, we're going to quarter. Here's the thing. I already started cooking, by the way, to save time. That's another thing because uh, we'll go into the the cooking method when we get home uh, because it's like a two-hour process. And if you were going to cook a corned beef another way, it takes even longer. I think I've never been able to manage it. Uh, I think you could cook it in a slow cooker, but this is not a slow cooker, uh, though it t- two hours could be considered slow. Uh, but let me just go through it. So we have the corned beef and we have the spice pack. We owe bay leaves, but I have those at home. I don't even know. You could look at go over there and see if they sell bay leaves. Uh, I'll be here with the broth. I'll be doing more broth-based material. Yeah, Scooch, I'm doing a bro- the broth. You, but I guess it couldn't be the broth humor tour. But uh, broth-based humor, yeah, we do. Well, actually, I don't have any broth-based jokes yet. Uh, uh, it's not my stack and trade. Being funny is not my second trade. So, yeah, I don't have any. Uh, 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 what did you say, sir, in the back? Booyan or booyah? Yeah, thank you. Uh, please escort him out, please. Uh, uh, nope, leave the broth behind. That was complimentary sipping broth for guests of my show. And a miso to you. Yeah. Uh, oh, miso. That's not funny. That's actually uh, from a movie. That's objectionable, I'm saying miso. Uh, it's M-I-S-O, not M-E-S-O. Uh, yeah, ma'am, you're going to have to leave as well. This is a, uh, it's a PG-13 podcast. Uh, about yeah, how, why, how is a broth podcast ready PG-13? Well, uh, I was going to say, I don't know, ma'am. Please, please. Uh, oh, hey, good to see you. Yeah, I was just talking to, talking to the broth. Uh, well, I was thinking about being a broth a comedian. What a kind of comedian comedy does he do? Well, none yet. He's working on broth-based humor. Okay, that would be the crickets we would hear. Okay, okay. so no bay leaves. I knew that, but uh, broth and bay leaves, uh, that could be a store. Uh, would you buy furniture from a store called broth and bay leaves? No. Well, smart. Okay, so let me go back to the. Okay, so we put the. Uh, we have the broth. Uh, we have the onion and the garlic. Uh, we have. I have bay leaves at home. We have the corned beef. Uh, is there anything else that goes in there? I mean, salt maybe. I think that's it. So then, the next stage of prep, we have the. And we have that. Uh, I think we have everything, but I just have a funny feeling. We have the uh, spicy brown. Oh, oh, uh, we won't be able to get this here, but brown. We, we, I would like some brown gravy. Yeah, I, I would say, like, I have brown gravy at home. Uh, what is brown gravy? I, I think in England that's actually a thing. And I think at most uh, mass market supermarkets, you could just get brown gravy. Yeah, kind of a beef-based gravy, I believe, uh, pre-prepped. So mostly probably the ingredients are, uh, are beef or beef-based. Uh, I also have those Tetra Packs of turkey gravy from uh, 2016 and 2017 at home. Yes, right next to the fried onions from 2015 and 2016. Yes, right next to Yeah, okay, that's hilarious. Uh, 
back then I had crushes, so I would have, like, I had a reason to go shopping. Uh, but I'm so glad you're here with me. I think we have everything. Now, here's a, here's a piece of bad news. Uh, let's go down the beverage aisle. Yeah, these are the two uh, coconut waters. I alternate between coconut water, yeah, that one, Trader Joe's coconut water, and then Trader Joe's aloe and coconut water uh, to deal with my mouth noises. Yeah, I, I just switch back and forth because I don't want to um, develop a resistance to coconut water. That's really why. It's funny because it's so sad. I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Would I be the first person to develop a resistance to coconut water? I doubt it. Because uh, then I have, well, no, yeah, we've talked about this. I have uh, usually a bite of green apple. Yeah, like, so I'll usually buy two green apples and cut them into quarters, and that'll last me a week, eight eight pieces of apple. And uh, how to get eight, two apples times two times four is eight, correct? Uh, and then cough drops are right now, like, uh, I still have from 2016... Uh, when I stumbled on all that uh, that holiday sale on, uh, like, January 27th, uh, I bought a massive amount of Lifesavers. So, so I have still, and they have, uh, yeah, peppermint, cherry, and green apple. What could go better with green apple than green apple uh, Lifesavers? Okay, I think we'll check out now. Yeah, they, say, they have great workers at this Trader Joe's. Uh, yeah, so they, they, I do shop at another Trader Joe's in Oakland when I, on Mondays when I volunteer. After I'm done volunteering, that's when I'll normally do my grocery shopping. As of late, uh, just because I have to drive right by it on the highway. So I say, might as well get off uh, and uh, just get it done uh, for the rest of the week. Uh, so, yeah, how, how you doing? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you, would you go to a, would you pay to go to a comedy club if there was a comedian that only did broth uh, jokes? What do I mean? Bro- broad? No, no, broth, not broad jokes. Uh, not broad jokes, broth, B-R-O-T, like stock. Uh, never mind. Thank you. Uh, yes, we will need bags. Thank you so much. Oh, I forgot we were at the beverage section. We were like, uh, I'll, like so we'll be right back. Thanks. You keep checking it out. That's great. Uh, yeah, so usually they don't have the coconut or the island colada flavor anymore, at least here. They have pineapple. But like I said, I like to mix a half glass of island colada, half glass of pineapple sparkling water. But they do have these new flavors. Starfruit tastes like Smarties a little bit. Uh, or, uh, yeah, Smarties. So that's a good one. Then there's a sangria, which tastes a little bit like grape soda. So it's a good one. No alcohol in there. So it doesn't taste like, I don't, I never really drank sangria. Uh, too much sugar. And then, uh, they have this berry bubbly, which is pretty okay. It's okay. But I always buy three anyway. And there, there's the Gerolsteiner, but I buy that by the case, uh, 15 in a case, uh, unbelievably heavy too. Yes, yeah, so let's go uh, back to my place uh, by the power of podcasting, and I'll show you how to prep, and even though the meal's already in process, uh, we're floating through the air, we're floating back in time, and you haven't even noticed, but we're in my driveway now. Here's Koa to give you a kiss. And, yeah, Koa gives uh, kisses with her nose. Uh, She does like to give kisses by her nose, yeah.
in in so uh, yeah, come on in. Uh, yeah, she well, she more taps you with her nose. That's her way of saying hi. I have, I have a cold nose. It's a way to greet you. Good girl. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna come in here in the kitchen, and you can see. Let's keep doing the prep before I explain to you the cooking technique. Uh, and I think I already did, though, before. Like, I, I probably teased it out in the intro, but, uh, I, I did, you know, you weren't here for that. That was, I recorded that in the studio. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to quarter the onion and, you know, take the skin off. Obviously, great job. And then for me, I can't, you know, I can never have too much garlic. So let's smash five cloves of garlic. Just smash them with the side of the knife, yeah. And then take the skin off. And that's all we need to do. And then and now normally with a corned beef from another place, I would wash it with cold water and pat it dry. But I'm just going to, because I feel like the juices are already there and everything, we're going to put the corn. Be- okay, so, oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, you're right. I'm getting ahead of me. I think we're, no, I think we're ready. What are we going to do with all these ingredients? I'll, I'll just cook it again tomorrow is what I'll do. Real, yeah, no, because I could put it, I don't have any room in my freezer because my freezer's so small, but uh, I'll give. I'll bring somebody a corned beef tomorrow. Cooked corned beef delivered. Uh, that's how we do it at Broth Talk. Uh, the hundredth caller to one eight hundred broth talk uh, gets a corned beef delivered. Not not really, but uh, yeah, no. So uh, yeah, so this is what we're cooking it in is the Instapot, uh, and I know it was uh, twenty. You know, uh, look at how happy it is getting talked about. It, it was the uh, uh, impulse buy of twenty seventeen. I heard, and you know me, I do like we'll see what the cur- how long this curve goes, but I use it a lot because you can cook. Uh, uh, I've cooked a lot of things in here, particularly the, my favorite things to cook in here now, corned beef. But I mean, no offense to corned beef. I won't be having it again for a few months. Uh, but I cook uh, meatballs are one thing I do like to prepare in here because you could prepare any kind of meatball, you know, with ground meats uh, and with the sauce. It just gets uh, really everything gets very flavorful. Uh, rice, uh, like uh uh, stews, even my daughter, uh, she's preferred some of the stews that I made even more than me. She's a, she's a bigger fan of stewed beef uh, than I am. Uh, chili, uh, carnitas, uh, Kahlua pork, which I think is kind of similar to carnitas, but a little bit different. I, pre- I prepared both of those. Uh, what else have I made in here? Uh, roti- I mean, rotisserie, they call rotisserie chicken. Uh, I've made, uh, there's other stuff. I, I can't, uh, I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, grains, uh, oatmeals. Yeah. You could go to, you like, you could use my Amazon link and we, yeah, sleep with me podcast.com slash Instapot. Thanks for asking. Uh, but really this is, you know, only buy it if you're going to use it, uh, like, uh, every other week I'd say. And if you do like to, uh, like, uh, only if you're going to use it, uh, and if you like, you know, to like, like, it's, so it's a pressure cooker. And you can also use it as a rice cooker, but I would always, you know, focus if you, I mean, like, if you already have a rice cooker, you don't need another one. And I don't know how often you eat rice, uh, but I would focus if you eat a lot of stews, uh, if you make a lot of broths. Here on Broth Talk, this is our number one, like, we buy broth, uh, and we have broth flown in. But if we made broth on Broth Talk, uh, 
Yeah, you can make it in the Instant Pot way easier. Yeah, but like, so the corned beef has been in there. So let's go through the, the recipe part of the corned beef because it's get it's winding down. It's already in the uh, natural uh, decompression phase or whatever the heck you call it. Uh, so what we would what we do is uh, we'd add the uh, corned beef, uh, then a bay leaf, the garlic, and the onion. Put it all in there. Imagine, yeah, imagine the spice pack if, if your spice pack is separate. But we would just empty out this whole can bag of uh, corned beef uh, and corned beef uh, associated juices and spices in there. And then a bay leaf, uh, onion, uh, five cloves of garlic. Then, uh, you know, I'd be remiss. I don't know off the top of my head if I added four, three or four cups of uh, broth. Uh, but you could add a beef broth, or you could add a uh, chicken broth. Uh, let's do beef broth this time. Last time I did, for this meal we're about to eat, it was chicken broth. Actually, I'm kidding. It was chicken stock. You could use vegetable stock, uh, but it was, you know, or vegetable broth. Your your choice. Uh, but I had uh, some chicken stock uh, in stock uh, from Trader Joe's. Uh, yeah, a sip in, I, I prefer a sip of broth. Uh, and do a shot of stock. A shot of stock a day uh, keeps you out of the stockade. That's what we used to say around, you know, back back at the, uh, when I was trying to write jokes. That's like half a joke there. A total joke. Yeah, well, you're laughing. You're laughing uh, right along with me. But, yeah, so that is, uh, so then we put it all in there. Yeah, I think that's everything. Let me think. Uh, we got the corned beef in there. Yeah, so, and then you would just turn the lid. And you set it for 90 minutes, uh, pressure cooking, high pressure, like just automatic pressure cook. I, I think high pressure. Any other tips? Make sure it's closed, but it won't work if, unless it's closed. Make sure your um, your steam vent is closed. Uh, and with my kitchen, I think two of, like half the outlets in my kitchen aren't hooked into a breaker. So, uh or there's like a breaker in another part of the building. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I have to unplug stuff actually to use it. Uh, but if I unplug my water heater, uh, then I can plug the Instapot in. Yeah. It's a, I live a glamorous life. Uh, I do. Yeah. Oh, well, my landlord's, no, he still ignores my texts. Uh, where I say, what about this kitchen? Like, uh, what about, how, how about this? Uh, yeah, no, this is like it's the beauty of the Bay Area. No, my rent is too 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 much of a bar a bargain nowhere except here. But uh, yeah, no, no, so no worries. Uh, no, no, it's on my he's on my list. Uh, so one day when I'm uh, yeah when when I have the when broth talk becomes uh, it's like the the hot broth talk or something, don't worry. Okay, so then it goes in there for 90 minutes, and then it, it, it takes, now this is the thing you should know, it doesn't just take 90 minutes, it takes about 20 minutes to heat up. Uh, so you're talking really two hours, and then 10 to 15 minutes uh, to decompress. Now, while it's decompressing now, we're going to prep the rest of our meal, which is easy. We're going to take my cast iron skillet here, we're going to fire it up, uh, we're going to use... Uh, now, just for this time, we're gonna eat, we're really gonna go unhealthy. We're gonna use bacon drippings, uh, and we're gonna fl- fry the uh, fry, fl- fry the. Fr- I want to call them fresh browns for some reason. We're gonna fry the hash browns. Uh, we're gonna fry four hash browns. We'll fit in there. 
And, oh, are we having it? We're only having one guest, uh, but it's someone super famous uh, that I greatly admire. And I have no idea how it's going to go. So, yeah, uh, we have one guest coming. You know, it's someone I don't know if we can, I can emotionally handle. Like, they're, they're, like, I don't know if they're as intense as they seem. Yeah, so I'm worried. It's, but you're here, and you're charming, so it'll be fine. And you have, uh, yeah, and I mean, what could go, I did clear it with other people uh, that uh, they do eat corned beef. Uh, they said they were looking forward to it. Okay, so we're frying these, and then uh, oh, brown gravy. So I have here. I'll be straight with you. My brown gravy is from KFC because I went to KFC earlier this week, and it's the gravy that comes with the uh, mashed potatoes. I saved it. Uh, no, not just for like. So, what's it called when you go to Quebec, Quebec, uh, and you have those French fries? It's Pontoine boy. I can see the word as a like a picture word, but I can't say it. Pontween, potween or something, potween or potween. It's a it's a dish they make there. I've never actually had it. People always say, "Oh, you got to try that." Uh, it's delicious, and it sounds delicious. But I would prefer to only have it in French, French, like in in like a, you know, one of the French French Canadian provinces. Uh, uh, because they like uh, just out of respect for them, even though I can't say the word, poutine, 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 right? Poutine. You're laughing. Yeah, better get. I'm not gonna say it when our guest comes, uh, in case he, he's he's like, uh, you know, I don't want like I'll be embarrassing myself enough. Uh, so, uh, but but so yeah, we're gonna heat that up. No, they have pretty good gravy. Uh, I mean, who knows what's in there? Why? Well, well, usually like every like three months, uh, you know, it was around my, I like to have a huge fried chicken meal around my birthday, not on my birthday, but around it. Except when my birthday ends in a zero, when my last zero birthday, I had a fried chicken that I had to put in a backpack because then like I had to walk from the train to bus stop like about half mile and there was a fried uh, Popeye's. So that's where I got my birth. Yeah, that was, uh, that was like when I was doing the podcast, I think a couple of years ago. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so that's where the gravy's from and it's a brown gravy. I don't know. Like it seems like a be. I mean, I guess why would you have a beef gravy with chicken, but, uh, it, it's a brown, dark brown gravy. It's, it'll be good. Trust me, you don't have to have the gravy if you don't want it, but that'll be your mistake. And, you know, don't, you know, I don't know anything about this uh, French fry, French Canadian dish, uh, but I think it has brown gravy on it. So, you know, your choice uh, if you want to disrespect uh, uh, one of my favorite uh, regions of the world. Yeah, also rhymes with French kiss, which, yeah, like, so at least I could have something from that region if I can't go there or practice anything. You're right. Uh, wee wee. Okay, so they flip those for me. Wow, you're giving me a hard time. That's so funny. And so then, um, yeah, that's it. We have a sauerkraut. Okay, so I took, while you, while you were doing that, I took the uh, corned beef out. It also has to rest for about five or ten minutes. I tented the foil. And uh, like eight minutes went by while we were talking. It was amazing. It only felt like a few minutes, but uh, 
it was really like eight to nine. Now it's nine and a half minutes. Uh, so yeah, those hash rounds, they shouldn't have taken that long, but they did. Uh, and they're very crispy. And if you poke on them, I could tell you did a great job because they're not frozen in the middle, but they're not. Yeah, they're going to be uh, hard on the outside, soft on the inside. No, I'm hard on the inside and the outside. Unfortunately, I think like I'm kind of like one of those hash browns. If you, uh, yeah, no, no, frozen. I, I was a frozen, uh, frozen rock. I guess yeah, that's how I'm made up. Oh, you just know all my. Okay, so then we're gonna plate it. Our guest will be here. Yeah, don't worry. And then I'm gonna start slicing this corned beef. I think you're supposed to slice it against the grain. So that's what I'm going to do. And oh, there, there they are. Uh, Ed Harris, holy mackerel! Hi, uh, Mr. Harris. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I, I, no compliments. Okay, you. Uh, uh, we, we, I, yeah, great. To, what are we having? Um, it's a special dish that I've. I call it the. Uh, I was going to call it the like. I, I was trying to think of a name or a character, a favorite character of yours. Uh, uh, to, to name it, uh, because there's so many, you know, but I, I, you want to be treated just like a regular person. Okay. No problem. Have a seat. If you want to be treated like a regular person, welcome to my cramped kitchen. No, what we'll do is you, you are my guest and this is my friend. Nice to meet one another. Yes. Uh, no, then I, I sit at the, I pretend to sit at the end of the table. There's two chairs and I sit in the air. Well, no, I'm here to serve, uh, so anyway, really excited to have you, and I hope you weren't prepared. I hope you're prepared for something a little bit different. Uh, well, you feel like you're at a fa- fancy restaurant. Oh, great. So I was just, uh, yeah, you, We well, here we have a hash brown patty uh, prepared in uh, a traditional manner. I'm going to sprinkle some salt on there and a little, grind a little pepper, and then... I'm going to put some brown gravy on there. Ooh, yeah, you, oh, you really, you do feel like you're in Montreal. Great. Uh, and then we're going to put on top of that, uh, we're going to put some corned beef. Uh, and I, I'm going to put some slices, but there's a lot of parts that are just falling apart, little strings. Uh, it smells delicious. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, then we're going to put a layer of mustard on there. And this is a spicy brown mustard uh, uh, from Trader Joe's. Uh, woo Yeah, and then uh, on top of that, we're going to put some sauerkraut. Now, sauerkraut I drained because uh, I did. I just uh, I just drained it, and the reason I drained it is I just don't want any. Uh, I don't want to over moisturize. Uh, it'll get warm very quickly. On top of that. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah, okay, and that's it. Now, uh, in in other circumstances, to offer a fried egg. Uh, so, if anybody wants a fried egg for seconds, uh, you can have that. Yeah, but for first, I don't think. Uh, yeah, so have a seat. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what do I call it? The pine, uh, uh, pine tar. I call it the uh, the uh, clover clover uh, rover rover clover. Uh, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm thinking of a name for the dish. Uh, uh, top of the, top of the Harris. Do you do you is that okay? No, don't use your name. I was wondering if you were going to be as intense as your characters, uh, but you're kind of like you know you're relaxed in an intense way. If you don't mind me saying, yeah, even when you like uh, in the movies at least when you laugh, it, it makes part of me uh, 
like a quiver. Uh, no, like a multiple emotion quivering. But uh, watching you eat, like, I don't know, like maybe I'm expand- I can grow as a person just by being in your presence. Uh, uh, you, why don't you two just talk? I won't talk anymore. Uh, it's been it's been a wonderful meal, and that's everything. Uh, we're here with Ed Harris, uh, one of the great uh, actors. Uh, uh, well, no count. We're here with a person named Ed. How about that? We'll just call it the Ed, the Irish Irish Ed, uh, the Corn Corn Daddy. I have an Uncle Eddie, so we'll call it that Corn Daddy. Oh, what's that? Corn fr- French Corn French Corn Daddy Eddie Corn French uh, French Eddie. But then it's not corned. Uh, corn French, Freddy, Freddy Corn. No. That's a good name for a plant, though. I'm going to call one of my plants Freddy Corn. Corn to Eddie. Eddie Corn. What if we call it the French Eddie Corn? French Eddie Corn. One word. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. That's what we're serving here. How's it taste? Uh, wonder, I knew it tastes wonderful because had I've had it... Uh, yeah, that's why I'm not eating. I ate it already. Uh, yeah, this is my, I'll, I'll be preparing my third corned beef in a row. You should smell my clothes. Uh, they all smell like, uh, yeah. I smell like uh, like the, like you would imagine uh, where Little Orphan Annie, like, uh, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, where, where the or, like, uh, where, uh, uh, Charlie Bucket's mom does the laundry. That's how my, that's how my entire apartment smells. Uh, yeah, it's a dream. It's a dream really making French corn, French corn, any, the French corn, Eddie, uh, yeah, the brown, you want a little more brown gravy on that? Uh, French corn, Fred, Freddy, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to call you Freddy. Is anybody ever call you Freddy? Is it just Ed or does anybody call you Eddie? If they did, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so that's an easy meal. Uh, if you, and, and you could just prepare it now, uh, Ed, if you don't mind me saying. You could prepare this uh, corned beef whatever traditional way you prefer. But in this Instapot, that's why it's kind of so uh, uh, so soft uh, to the touch. Uh, and uh, really, there's no bone to fall off of. But if there was, it'd be falling off the bone. And yeah, really, the flavor gets in there deep, yeah, uh, for sure. As deep as your uh, chuckles, uh, it feels like the, if I had a spine running down the center of me, it would be yeah. That's how deep you, you you're. Just when you look at you look at me, I think your eyes are. Uh, 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 there's a depth that um. It feels like you're looking be like uh, uh yeah. No wonder you're so successful. It's like, uh, yeah, no, well, uh, great to have you here. Great to eat with you. Uh, I'm, no, don't worry. I'm going to prepare another one with an egg, uh, a brown gravy and an egg. Yeah, just like we're in Quebec uh, together. And yeah, thanks for coming by. Hopefully, you can entertain uh, uh, Eddie there because, uh, yeah, it's good to see you as always. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep eating. Good night. Hey, good to see you again. Thanks for coming over. It's it's been a while since we've cooked together. Not a while since I've cooked, but a while since I said, huh, this is something, and I know you're going to say meatballs again, and I'd say it's a t- another take on meatballs. Uh, 
what can I say? I get, I guess I'm uh, mad for meatballs of any meat too. You know, they have that uh, new, whatever it is called burger, uh, the incredible burger. I think they call it. I haven't had one. Uh, by the way, you look great. Uh, yeah, have a seat while we chat. And believe it or not, now we'll just like have a seat here, and it'll be like my car. We'll transfer right over to the shopping we have to do. I don't have a shopping list, so be forewarned. We're going to be winging it. Uh, but yeah, there's this. It's called the Incredible Burger. I don't know if it's a brand or just a, a, a saying or a slogan. There is one of my favorite places to eat here where I live, uh, the uh, Scolari's, and it's a takeout place. Uh, I don't eat there that often, but uh, they had, uh, this was a few months ago, maybe even more, probably longer, maybe uh, eight months ago. And I saw it there, and I didn't know that it was a meatless burger. And it was a little bit, uh, I said, oh, that's uh, incredibly, uh, like, uh, higher than I thought I would pay for a burger. But not too expensive, you know, like maybe in the $8 range. And I said, whoa, that's in, what's so incredible. I think I did say, what's so incredible about that burger? And then they explained. They said, well, did you read the, all the stuff we wrote on the board about it? I said, no, no, just I saw incredible. And it made me incredibly curious. And they said, well, this is, I don't know what they said. I, can't, I said, okay, I'm not ready to try that. Also, they had fried chicken on the menu. So I said, I think I'll do the fried chicken. Also, one of the movies of the summer was Incredibles 2. Really delightful and fun movie. Oh, oh I forgot we went and saw that. Sorry about that. That was a fun, oh, that was a fun time. Oh, and we ate at Scolari's before. Oh, okay. Well, you learn something new every day. So what are we cooking? Well, I have uh, options. Uh, so we're going to be cooking another, t- yet another take on meatballs and tacos, but with a secondary option. So we're going to have a salmon option. Uh, and then you could also, you know, you can obviously make your meatballs of any material you wish. And this is going to be a kind of a combination like a, uh, like I guess like a combination of flavors because they said, well, when I first came up with this recipe, I was in the mood for some Indian uh, food. And then I was looking through my cupboards and that's when I made the salmon version. And then I said, well, what about some meatballs in this style? Uh, so that's the genesis of the recipe. Oh, maybe we could make a. I'll still forget if we make a shopping list. But yeah, we'll need salmon, fresh salmon. We'll need ground, you know, meats. Uh, now, we one thing you should know is uh, TJ's. I don't believe that. Yeah, that, no, that's what we're calling it now. TJ's. It's the place. Just yeah, just like the big mort. It is, but uh, it won't be named. Well, it's just a thing, like, they had their own podcast. I've been trying for, like, four years to say, why don't you sponsor podcasts? And they won't, they say, and tons of listeners emailed them. They said, well, we don't market that way. And then, you know, they, they it kind of felt like they weren't taking it seriously, that I love the store and spend, you know, most of my earnings there. And so I said, well, I can't, 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 because we do charge people to talk, talk about them on the show. And I said, I can't in good conscience know, you know, guessing how much they spent to make their own podcast. Uh, you know, just trying to keep the show sustainable. So we'll just, just say TJ's, we're still going there. 
and I may, when we get there, I may ask to speak to, like, uh, may you know what I mean? I might, like, uh, see if the, the traitor is in. No, T-A-R, not, no, no, not like Benedict Arnold. Okay, what, so we need Sam. Oh, what was he going to say about, I, I did, I go, went off right off on a pointless meander. Uh, I would say a pointed pointless meander. I just get an idea. Hopefully I'll cross my fingers and remember this one. Because it could be, this could be a healing journey. And maybe someone there hears it and they say, what are we doing? Like, uh, why aren't we sponsoring podcast? I mean, maybe they could, they don't even need to sponsor my show. I mean, it'd be great if they did. But, you know, they could sponsor some other shows too. Like, but so, um, oh, what was he going to say? Oh, so they don't have, uh, a seasoning or a, uh, a a curry paste. So here's the two options uh, the, 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 for you know when you're making it at home because we're covered here. And I know Jamie Oliver, like kind of with that book, uh, he's he was the Naked Chef, I think so. I didn't I didn't know of him when he was the Naked Chef. Uh, a couple of my friends were big fans, but then the Food Revolution thing, I, I was into that. I have that cookbook. Yeah, so he he gives a lot of great tips. But so okay, here's the thing: there's two two options, maybe more, but these are the two easiest options. One is to get a patox, which I think he recommends curry paste. In I'm pretty sure I've never looked on the internet, but I'm sure you could buy it on there. But I wouldn't know where. Uh, but, but good, another good way to get it is just to go to a, a local. A local grocer, grocer, probably a mom and pop shop, uh, is that stocks patox. I think you say patox, uh, uh, curry paste. And you look in your, look in your, uh, internet, you know, say, hey, uh, are there any grocers, you know, uh, that, that serve a, a po- you know, popu- like a, a population that likes Indian food? It could be in London, or, you know, it could be like a, a place that serves a nice, a diverse populace of people. Uh, so that would be the a, the a game. I don't have patox because I like. Um, I guess I just started slacking. But the other thing is every time, like so, a lot of times for holidays or when you move, or you you know you establish a new relationship or something, inevitably someone gives you a collection of spices as a gift. Either as a housewarming gift, uh, a shower gift, a moving gift. Uh, I don't know what to to get you gift. And normally those spice collections a lot of times will come with something. And I don't know, like, I, I honestly don't know the differences between the different flavors. And that's not that important because this is an open recipe. You know, you can make it as you wish at your place. But that that happened to me where it's like a, a couple different times uh, people give me spices. Uh, and there was like maybe masala. Is that one of them? Uh, there was like different curries, and at some point I was trying to re- reduce, you know, tiny house it a little bit, <laughs> and uh, so I put them all in one jar together because they said, okay, otherwise they're going to d- dry out or like, uh, and you know maybe that's a no-no in some places or, or whatever. But I put them all in one jar, shook it up, got it airtight. And uh, yeah, re- a re- recycled jar, but that gave me where I've been using those spices. You know, I just shake it up. It, it, it's just the spices. It's no salt, so it's a little bit easier to measure out. And actually, that's all we'll do with the salmon. Is uh, 
We're going to put some salt on there. Maybe some of the Trader Joe's chili lime salt uh, and then some spice. Now, otherwise, you could rub it with a curry paste if you wish. Uh, so when we get to salmon, when we get back, you're in charge. Oh, we could just go through that right now. Okay. And basically, all we'll do is you could leave that overnight. You could put it in the freezer and use it another time. Or you could give it an hour. Maybe squeeze some lemon or some lime on there. I like to do it after it's done. And then we're just going to, um, uh, you know, sear it in the skillet. Cook it up to, to whatever doneness we like. Yeah, you could throw it on the grill. Uh, I find that salmon, if you're going to do it on the grill... It, I don't know. With this particular spices, I think it's nice to 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 sear it because then it has like a little bit of a cakey spice on the outside. No, she was not a spice girl. The cakey spice was that was when I wrote the fan fiction, the Spice Girls girls. Yeah, the Spice Girls girls novel about the girls of the Spice Girls had, uh, and cakey spice was one of those. It was act of rebellion. Uh. Like it was, it was, I think it was sporty. Like she said, well, I'm going to be cakey, mom. I've had, I was trying to write, you know, I was trying to write that uh, as an experiment. Uh, what other ones? Umami or whatever. I, uma, umami. Um, uh, okay. I can't talk about it right now because it's under, uh, uh, you know, when they, they heard about it, they said, you can't write a book called the Spice Girls Girls. And they said, yeah, because it has girls twice. It's different. Uh, and it's not the Spice Girls Girls. It's just Spice Girls Girls. And Spice Girls Girls, Spice Girls Girls World, Spice Girls Girls 2. Okay, but that's it for the salmon. And you can eat that just like it is, but we're going to make uh, some taco kind of, you know, a taco-esque creation. Because, you know, of course i got to Americanize everything. But it's also convenient. But that salmon would be great by itself or with some carbs, like on a bed of rice or uh, some other whole grain carb, uh, you know, maybe couscous. Uh, whole, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of whole wheat couscous, but I know my daughter's not. In fact, that's what I'd go with, because if you fluff that couscous nicely, it really goes well with uh, salmon. So that was, and then you could have some vegetables on the side, obviously. Uh, but okay, so that's uh, one dish. Boom, with an option. Oh look, we're outside of TJ's already. Perfect. So here's what we need here: uh, cucumbers, and they have the seedless small ones. Let's get those. We're gonna need some yogurt. I have dill at home. Lemons and limes. Uh, hummus and tabula or tabuli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they sometimes, because it's like in the late summer and fall season, they'll have kebabs that have uh, like pre-made two kebabs, like kebabs for two, one, two, uh, vegetable kebabs. And I found that to be a great time saver. It just has like a mushroom, which, you know, but then it has uh, onion, bell pepper, a zucchini, and maybe something else in there. But, you know, that could be a nice way to add some vegetable. Plus, you get the onion without having to buy the onion. Okay, so those are some of the things we need in this section. Yeah, so the cucumbers are right there. You know, be careful when you get those cucumbers. They're like the like bigger than a finger. Uh, they don't, don't let tra- like the TJ's workers hear this, but those don't last very long in the fridge. Uh, 
and I'm talking less than five days, so we got to use them. They are seedless, so it's going to save us time. What are we going to use them for? Well, I'll tell you ahead of time. We're going to do something a little controversial. We're going to make a Greek, a, a, a whatever, tzatziki or whatever they call that. Uh, and we're just going to chop up the cucumbers. Uh, I use that European yogurt, whole milk, European style. It's a little bit more uh, liquidy than your Greek yogurt. Also, uh, two bucks or less, I think. And it still has a pretty high, I don't know, it looks healthy and it's easier. It's just, it's just, you could, yeah, it's almost like a drink uh, substance. So it just depends on how thick you like your yogurt. But I say, what's the hype of this Greek yogurt? It's two bucks more. I was into it. You're right. I was into Greek yogurt for a time and I'm not against it. I just say, well, just have this, it's two bucks less, a European yogurt. Uh, and I can pour it in, like, if I'm making something to drink, uh, I could put some yogurt that, yeah, well, some people drink yogurt, some people don't. I don't, I mix it in a, like a smoothie. Uh, but yeah, we're going to, those are the ingredients for that is, uh, the salt, lemon, uh, cucumbers, and then some, uh, dill seasoning I have at home, dried dill. Um, but yeah, I'm back on dill, believe it or not, like, uh, only with the, that, uh, cucumber sauce, I said, that's the ingredient that I, like, I made it one time on, uh, I think it was a HelloFresh recipe, it was. And I said, that's how you make it? Oh, boy. And I, I went out and bought some because they said, this is great. Yeah, we could use some red onion. Yeah, so that'll be, so, yeah, you could be in charge of the salmon. Okay, you got the salmon. Great job. Uh, anything going on at this store? No, I mean, this store, you know. I guess I'm a little, like like I said, I said, well, I have this is now business-only place. Ever since they won't do business with the podcast, they say, well, I'm just here to shop for my groceries. So maybe, like, uh, I have a little emotion, emotional absence here. So, yeah, I don't have a crush on anybody that works here or that shops here that I know of or that shopped here at the same time. Well, I mean, still, yeah, but, it, like, you know what I mean. I mean, here's something. I do think this doesn't have to do with, like, uh, attraction, but sometimes I'll see people and they say, does that person, is that, where do I know that person from? You know me because I'm in the no drinking club, too. Then I say, hmm. And then 90% of the time it's not, it's the trader. I say, oh, that person, yeah, I guess I spend a lot of time here. Uh, so, okay, so, okay, so where were we? Okay, oh, so other things we need. So, you know, ground, I, you know, personally, I find the meatballs come out best. It's uh, a pound of pork, ground pork, and a pound of uh, ground beef. And you, there's like a, I would say if you're going to use a pork, use in the, the not use the 80-20, but use the the 90-10 or whatever. Yeah, but they also have like grass-fed or buffalo or turkey or I think they, I don't know if they have chicken there. But yeah, or you could, you know, whatever, when you're on your own, you could design it as you wish. Well, we get two pounds. We're going to get some eggs because we're gonna, I'm just going to use one egg as a binder. You know, another thing they don't have here is red miso. That's been, I've been using that in everything now. I'm on the miso train. Yeah, miso, like I love, like uh, everything. Instead of salt, for most of the time I'm using miso. I mean, sometimes it doesn't sprinkle, so you got to mix it. So it's better with liquidy stuff. Uh, 
we will put it in the meatballs. Uh, it, the only thing is it's because it's a paste. It would go great if we had the epitaxy because uh, we can mix it all together and then put it in. But then curry paste is already going to have some salt, so we don't want over salt. So we'll skip it for now. But they don't sell that here anyway. We're going to get, they have little vegetables. I forget what they're called, and they come in a pack. Uh, uh, kind of like a curry vegetable. It has a little potato piece. Yeah, that's the one. It can't read the label right now. Yeah, but that's the one. It, it, yeah, it, like uh, so that'll go good. Then there's you, you're ahead of the game. Yeah, this masala is simmer sauce. That's gonna be that's we're gonna get that. Yes, great job. And normally, you know, Jamie Oliver would take exception and say, "Well, just make it. Let's make it from scratch." And I say, well, "Of course, uh, it no like if I would, but this is supposed to be easy. You know, this is a." We go to the store and we buy everything we need. And, and I guess you could even get away without the curry paste with these two things, with the vegetables and the simmer sauce, as long as you use enough pepper and salt and, and stuff if you don't have any, like, uh, Indian spices or some other similar thing or curry paste. Okay, but I get mixed up. Oh, we need breadcrumbs. Good job. Yeah, coffee, of course. I mean, not for dinner, but I, yeah, I always get coffee. Oh, you know what we needed from the, we need a flatbread. Like, you could get the frozen naan. You could make your own naan. But I like, uh, they have uh, flatbread. They have, uh, like, a whole wheat one that's nice. And it is, like, a, a tortilla size. So then it's like you're eating soft tacos. Yeah, so let me go over what we have. Did you, okay, you got the hummus. Yeah, I like that hummus. It has like pine nuts in there, though. Uh, Mediterranean-style hummus is what they call it. And then the tabula, how do you say that? Tabula, tabula, tabula. Yeah. Oh, they did have the kebabs. Okay, so we have a vegetable. We have extra red onion. We have meat. We have a binder. We have... um Whatever that stuff's called, breadcrumbs, so we can construct meatballs. Uh, we have something similar to meatballs, and we have, uh, at home, we have uh, whatever that's called. Oh, you know, that this is great that we have this extra red onion. That's going to come in handy. Uh, but, yeah, we have um, olive oil at home, maybe some garlic. Uh, yeah, maybe some garlic. Why not? And we have the extra, the kind of curry vegetables, so that's good. Uh, we have stuff to make the, the sauce. In a well, is you have the option sauce. So then you have, you could say, well, do I feel like some hummus? Or do I feel more like uh, the tzatziki or whatever? And then, yeah, the tabula just gives you a little bit more. It's a bit like a salsa in this situation. I think that's everything. Let's get some sparkling waters. I mean, I'm probably forgetting something, but uh, yeah, this is a really easy prep. I do want to, can we stop over here? Yeah, they they hide all these, uh, the stuffed animals, you know. This one's Jojo. I think this is Jojo. I want to talk to the bear. You could stand by, I is, are you Jojo? Yeah, I was wondering if you knew uh, the tra Joe, the trader. Yeah, well, I'm Scoots Magoots. Uh, that's what I go by. I'm actually Drew, but, you know, when I'm in the grocery store and paying and checking out. But, uh, yeah, make that sleep podcast. Yeah. What's the, um, is there a giraffe? Did you, have you guys thought about hiring Joffrey? Because I know uh, that toy store went out. 
Like, instead of sponsoring the podcast, don't hire Joffrey. But maybe in addition to sponsoring the podcast, you could hire Joffrey. You are. Okay, well. Well, yeah, no, no, I'm not looking to, uh, here's the thing. You, you, you guys, you run, the, do, are you the CEO or the COO or the CF, like there's a CFO, financial officer, CEO, executive, CCO, creative officer, COO, operate. Yeah, I know my, so, I mean, I know my uh, CEO things. Uh, I don't know why. Like, oh yeah, you're right. Training. You're, uh, it's what if yeah, I guess capital capitalism training. You're right. You're hilarious, by the way. Never had a stuffed animal make me almost laugh in a grocery store. May I, did I remember? We're making some meatballs, some salmon. You want, hey, here's the thing. I was gonna say if you want to come over for dinner, if you want to bring the trader. Or any of the other, I don't know, like you're the only, oh, Trader Giotto. You could bring Giotto, any of the other ones, uh, you know, but here's the thing. No pressure. I mean, no deals. This would just be pleasure only. You know, come over, we'll eat. You'll see what I can do with your ingredients, which is, uh, you know, average, what the average consumer's probably doing with them. Oh, no, maybe above average. This is my friend. This is JoJo. I, but is it Trader JoJo or JoJo? It, JoJo. How do you feel about those cookies being named after you when you're not a cookie? It amuses you. It makes sense. Uh, let's tell you what. You, what can you bring? Don't bring cookies named after you because that would be, you know, then we just say, you know, there would be too many awkward jokes. How about you bring, how about a key lime pie? I don't know. Well, I have one in my freezer, so then we'd have two. Yeah, one of yours. It's been in my freezer for a while. I don't know. I bought it one day. I said, uh, you know what? I love key lime pie in my freezer for eternity. Yeah, but see, I can make stuffed animals laugh uh, just by telling the truth. Well, that's great. We'll see you. We're going to check out. Do you don't do you? No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, do you, could I use your employee discount? But that would make it. Oh, do you, do you like to drink, do you drink some sort of banana-based beverage or like an orange banana beverage or mostly sparkling water so I drink at my place? Oh, I could get some lemon and limeade. You're right. Uh, hmm, I don't know if that's going to go with what we're serving. Let me think about it. But, you know, I'll get some. I love that shirt on you, by the way. And also, like, uh, are you hiding because you're shy or just for fun? Sometimes one, sometimes the other. Terrific. No, well, here's the thing. If you do talk to Joe, Dre, oh, wait, you're JoJo. Is that like your, are you like undercover boss, like uh, Trader JoJo, Trader Joe? You're Joe, no, two, two different beings. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I, I just like, I don't want to sound passive aggressive. It's not like it's 100% uh, not passive. It's just saying, hey, I love you. I think you'd like me. What in the heck? Uh, you know what I mean? There's no bad spirit or whatever. But I also got to say, uh, this is how much you know other people would want would have to pay if they talked about them as much as you. Yeah, just like if someone like uh, like yeah, like podcast isn't free to make, right? So no one can walk out of here with groceries. Yeah, podcast works differently. It'd be, it'd be like uh, than a grocery store. If it worked like a grocery store, it wouldn't even be asking you to sponsor the show. 
Yeah, it is kind of like a, but anyway, it's not a big deal. It, it helps a lot of people sleep, and I just figured you help me eat. Uh, but anyway, do, do, just come over and eat. We won't talk about it again. I just want to make sure that it is like, uh, well, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a person with issues, but it, you're not, I don't have an issue with you per, you, you, you per se. It, just a desire based on common sense. But it, anyway, great to see you. I'll see you later. Okay, yeah, so that Trader Joe, not Trader Jojo and the rest of the squad are coming over. I don't know if they use that. Like, uh, I think squad was like you a couple of years ago. So I just started using that. I don't know who else. I thought it was Joffrey from Trader, from Toys R Us. And I'm not sure. I mean, I thought they had a giraffe. Uh, I don't know if they have a T Rex. There's Jojo. And I don't know. I guess I'm not a tra- I'm not an expert. And then there's Trader Giotto, which is how they brand some of their Italian stuff. And I say, I don't know. Yeah. So, but you know, it's a, they say we're, we're having fun here. Um, okay. So let's check out. Probably forgot some stuff. No big deal. And then yeah, let's walk out of the store. Right back. Oh, how are yeah? How are you? By the way. Have you been, like, doing some walking or some meditating or something? Oh, wow, yeah. And uh, you've been kissing your shoulders like I taught you? Well, yeah, let's kiss our shoulders as we walk out of the store. So empowering. It's like saying, shoulders, I love you. Skin, largest thing in our body or whatever, let me give you a kiss. Yeah, I don't I mean, I did nibble before, and then I get, like, a shoulder hickey. Shoulder nibble hickey, self-imposed, yeah. No, I don't want a Trader JoJo to know about that. Oh, it's just JoJo, you're right. Uh, yeah, that would be embarrassing. Yeah, I think you could do a chin kiss. That's kind of like a stretch, too. Yeah, I like that. Uh, or itching. Yeah, I like that bone. I do like that bone at the top of the shoulder. Okay, so we're back at my place now. Sweet. Okay, so you prep the salmon. What I'm going to do is uh, cook these uh, kebabs on uh, the grill. Well, maybe not. I'm going to get these kebabs with salt and pepper and olive oil in this bowl here. And then this big bowl, I'm going to put uh, the pork and the ground beef. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm going to take this butter knife and spread some, just a little bit of bread miso on each one. That's the best we could do. Then... Uh, now, I have my jar of various spices, and uh, so the, the, I'm just going to put about uh, two tablespoons in. I mean, I just shake it, uh, get up like a Polaroid picture exactly. Uh, then breadcrumbs, I don't know, half or a quarter cup, uh, yeah. Now the chili lime salt, like uh, not too much because we put the red miso in. You can't really taste it, so we don't want to oversalt it. Undersalting it, we could fix, kind of. Oh, yeah, we are going to use my Instapot. Of course we are. Of course, of course. And now there is one issue with it, but let's get these meatballs ready. And then where was, oh, then the egg. And then this is, like, really cold. So, like, all I do is my hands are clean, and I just mush it all. And for, it takes a while. Yeah, this is a squeeze. I squeeze it. It does go through my fists. I squeeze it all the way so it leaks out through my fingers. 
and then I reform it. Yeah, it's it's not relaxing just because the meat's cold. I mean, I guess if you warmed the meat and the egg, it would be. It, it, you wouldn't believe it. It's actually like ice cold. And uh, if you could get some towel ready for me, but just keep squeezing it. And uh, the great thing about the the, the curry, uh, the curry powders, is that you can kind of see, make sure everything gets evenly distributed. Yeah, and then I'm gonna form them. And as you know, I like my meatballs like sizable. I think for me, it's just that then they're not. You know, they're not dry. But anybody, you know, some people just like smaller, crispier meatballs. Yeah, so we're going to do that. Now I'm going to wash my hands. Uh, yeah, we have definitely, yeah, I mean, I like making big meatballs. Like, like I don't know. It just, it just uh, maybe because I never ate meatballs till like, literally four years ago. Yeah, we did get to the bottom of it last summer, I think. Or was it? Yeah, it was last summer. There was this, I think I talked about it. I won't say the name of it, but there's this famous, popular type of meatball where I grew up. Uh, like uh, seasoning and style. And I realized uh, that it was like some people in my family thought it was a treat. And when I tasted, I said, Oh, this is why I don't eat meatballs. I, this is just not a flavor I enjoy. So yeah, as a child, I just assumed that all meatballs would taste like that. But now it's in like, and now I'm in my full fledged adulthood, quote, 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 uh, I've been renewed passion for meatballs, uh, or I do say it a lot, I guess. Okay, so here's the issue. We have them formed, and they don't have to be perfect. I do have a problem with the browning situation because they, like, you can brown them right in the Instapot in a sauce, but they always stick. So I've been browning them in this cast iron and, but don't worry, like, we're not going to leave any flavor behind. Cause we, so why don't you chop that onion up, chop up some garlic, and I'm going to brown these meatballs. Why do that? Why you do it? Yeah, so we're just going to brown them. Get them, yeah, they'll be a little bit more like cube balls, meat cubes than meatballs by the time I'm done. Or more, they're more like not quite an octagon. Yeah, more, not meat domes, meat spheres, meat spheres, yeah. Yeah, kind of like that Epcot thing. Spaceship Meatball. Oh, that was a movie. I think it was a meatball. That was like a... Oh, that was like... It should have been the title of a Nuns in Space episode. You're right. Okay, so we'll just brown those. And then you have the onion and the garlic ready. Now take that simmer sauce and put it into the Instapot. Whole thing. It's a bit like a tomato-based sauce. Then those... uh, it, I think those are tikka vegetables or whatever. Put those in there, and they're in another kind of tomato paste, a little bit different flavor. And mix those together. You can turn this, the uh, saute on in there because then it'll uh, start heating the liquid. Um, and I just want to make sure. We might want to put a little more water. Just put a, like a half jar of water in there. Yeah, that looks better because you don't, we don't want it... Um, you know, any you just you, Instapot is like uh, you got to learn as you go. Okay, so I'm browning these meatballs. Uh, now we're gonna do a little bit. Oh, you know what? I messed up already. So uh, you leave that saute in. I'll just put some gloves in. So I'm gonna put these meatballs are brown. I'm gonna put them on these paper towels uh, to to just drain a little, and then we'll put the onion in here. 
it, I think this is, I don't know if this is deglazing. For me, it's just getting the flavors out of the pan. Yeah, so we're going to, uh, like, it's a hot pan. Yeah, so those onions cooking pretty fast. And then what we're going to do really fast is uh, put the garlic in for, like, 45 seconds. Okay, go. Yeah. And then mixing the garlic here. Yeah, and then what we'll do is uh, you pour all of the tomato. Yeah, and then we'll just reduce it barely and get all the flavor together. And I'm just spinning that around. Yeah, I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I've been working, you're right. I've been working a lot on the podcast. Uh, no, I mean, I'm trying to do stuff just to, to, like, uh, just to like to stay focused. Uh, no, I have gone on some art, not any dates, artist dates I have. Yeah, to movies. Uh, yeah, I've been meaning to get to a museum. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know. I know you care. Uh, thank, thanks so much. No, I'm getting good with my boundaries. I think by the end of 2018, I'll be more balanced, I think, yeah. If JoJo would get off JoJo's rear end and once a month, the sponsor, that we'd be good to go. Well, almost, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I could share with you there. Okay, so now we got it in a nice boil. Now we'll put it back in the Instapod. We'll put the meatballs in there. Uh, yeah, and it's got some onion and garlic and, and all those flavors. Smells good, you're right. And then we'll put uh, we'll put the top on, seal it, and, uh, yeah, pressure cook it for 10 minutes, and then we'll leave it. Uh, yeah, okay, let's wipe this pot out. We're going to get this, uh, my, my, this frying pan. Yeah, this is an as-seen-on-TV frying pan. I think it's got copper. No, I didn't buy it from the infomercial, but... Uh, I don't know. Life. I thought. I think I saw it on Life Hacker. I said, "Well, that's uh, interesting." And I need a pan to cook salmon and uh, eggs in. So this is perfect. Yeah, it, it hasn't lost its. Uh, in the past, when I bought these, they've lost their non-stickability pretty fast. But this one's going strong for like three or four months. Okay, so we're gonna, we're going to take the salmon you made, and we'll do that. We'll do a sear this side. You do sear the skin side first. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, just a little spray. There we go. So it's only a couple minutes uh, for these pieces of salmon. I didn't think about the fact that JoJo's a bear, so that JoJo would probably like salmon. I mean, I don't want to speak for all bears, especially stuffed imaginary corporate bears, but uh, is it corporate? Have, has there ever been any cartoons about a corporate bear? No, that you not that you know. Huh, well, maybe that's another thing they could uh, I could think about uh, capitalizing on. Say, Jojo the corporate bear. Um, not okay. Yeah, you're right. Just curious. Uh, yeah, so we're getting a nice sear on there. Oh, we got to make the tzatziki sauce. So, so chop up. Uh, good thing I don't peel the cucumbers, and these don't really have seeds. So just take the tips off, then cut them. Like a long way once and then the long way again. So then you have four and then chop them and then push them in this bowl. It would be good with a little onion, but we don't have, we use the onion for the sauce. Okay. And then um, let's take a lemon and let's uh, fill this with a uh, uh, yogurt. Just, I, I like to have a good balance of yogurt and cucumber. Like a good rate. Yeah, that looks like a great ratio. I mean, I'm, I'm heavy on the cucumber, but you want enough yogurt, so it's not. 
So it is a sauce and not a dressing, but close to a dressing. And let's squeeze that lemon in there, half, and then the other half. Uh, and we're going to put some salt in. Chili lime salt, we could do, well, we just put the lemon in there. Let's just stick with some uh, sea salt and pepper. Maybe a little onion powder and garlic powder, just a bit. That's a good idea, too. And now some dill. I, I don't know what measurement. I mean, I would use less dill because I still have that one time. Yeah, I think it was like in the aughts, maybe even the 90s, I made a fresh dill salmon. And I took the, I said, well, if this is a fresh seasoning. I'll just use 10 times more. Yeah, and then I was never able to touch dill again, other than pickles. And never hurt my consumption of pickles. I mean, I'm not a big pickle, you know. But it didn't turn me off of pickles. I said, oh, yeah, sure, I'll have a pickle. But, yeah, anything else. But now I'm back, as long as we don't use too much. So maybe a half teaspoon and then, you know, more to taste. Exactly. And we're just going to whisk a big fork and whisk all that together. And then go ahead and taste it with a spoon and see, does it need any salt? Does it need pretty good, huh? It has a tartness. Uh, it's just like the restaurant, I think, uh, yeah, it turns out it turns out pretty good. But then the same thing with the hummus. Just mix that up with a fork, and we can use a fork to serve it. Uh, salmon's ready. We're going to set rest. I'm going to cook these uh, kebabs. And what else we got here going? Um, is hummus and tabula, or the tabula will need a spoon for that. Uh, let's see. So we'll have the vegetables. And then the flatbread. If we if you turn on my cat the the left burner, and yeah, turn on the grill griddle. Uh, that's cast iron grill griddle. I will use that. Uh, well, it does create a lot of stuff in the kitchen. Uh, so yeah, and well, I, mean, I never figured out how to not create smoke in the kitchen. I mean, if that's like getting grease on myself, it's just something that I do. Okay, so yeah, so, uh, and then we'll use that to warm up some of these flatbreads. And it looks like the time is proceeding very well on the meatballs. Oh, yeah, how are we going to serve it? We'll create a buffet, and then what you do is you kind of cut the meatballs up into like quarters, and you put that on it, you put those on first. I guess you could put like some hummus on first, like like it was refried beans. You then put the meat, then uh, the hummus or the tabbouleh, the sauce, or the um, tabbouleh, vegetables, and then maybe the cucumber sauce. Well, there's two options. Like, uh, I think everybody should start with one because what I learned is that uh, what can, can be nice is to take the tomato-based sauce that the meatballs are simmering in, and then you just soak it and you eat it more like an open-faced sandwich with a knife and a fork. And when the bread's soaked in the sauce, it's a different experience. Both are good. Yeah, no, both are equally kind of uh, where you get stuff on yourself. But the um, the soaked in the sauce experience is really good, too. So it's like, oh, do you want a more of a taco experience or more of something that has a bread in it, but it's more of a soaked in juices bread? Yeah, I mean, you could eat this over rice or something. I think it's just a much different experience. There's something in this situation 
Hey, oh, well, just creamy. I don't think the creamy and yogurty stuff uh, goes as well. It goes better with a bread than a rice, uh, in my opinion. The tomato sauce would be, the tomato-based sauce is fine on anything. But maybe there's something, and the same with uh, hummus. They say, well, that's more of a bread, bread-based topping, BB, BBT. I do have a question though, about the stuffed animals that are coming. Uh, we're, we're like, uh, do do we uh, do I offer to lift them up or do we put it by the floor? Like, is Koa going to sniff the stuffed animals? Will that be? Maybe I should put Koa away. Yeah, you're right. Okay, because here they come. Hey, Trey. Oh, you did bring Joffrey, but it's hey, how you doing? Oh, what, wait a second. Now you're coming into my apartment. You're you're. Uh, you're human size. Uh, so good to see you. Yeah, great to have you here. Yeah, no, you're totally on time. I'm just so, so glad to have you. So, yeah, we're having, uh, we have two choices. Yeah, that is salmon you smell, Jojo. Great. Oh, thank you. Brought some ice creams and some naan. Perfect. That gives us, uh, you, you, it's like you read my mind, Jojo. Yeah, so we have a lot of options here. You can have a so we can have salmon, or we have ground beef, ground beef and pork meatballs, or both, uh, or all together. And yeah, the the kind of yeah, it's it's I'd say it's Indian influenced. And what you'll do, yeah, you you guys do need a curry. I think you've had curry paste in the past, but I'm not positive. But yeah, this is mostly TJ's meal, almost uh, you know ninety eight percent. So yeah, we'll uh, I'll heat up this non in the oven, which is magically already preheated, and the non only takes two minutes. But we have some flatbreads. Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no wrong way to do it. Now, some people might say uh, hummus or the tzatziki or whatever. No, this is fresh tzatziki, homemade. And not, I know you sell it there too, but this is made from, I mean, it's fresh combined, I guess. It's you no know, yogurt, lemon, cucumber, dill, salt and pepper. Yeah, there's TLC in everything, Joffrey. Jeffrey, by the way, good to see you back on your feet and with some friends. I'm sorry, all, yeah. I mean, you know, personally, I was a Lionel. I don't remember who Lionel Kitty City had, but that was my place. But they've been gone for like, uh, for, you know, 30 years, 20 years. Uh, yeah, they were the ones that took the tur- tur- turned your frown upside down. Lionel Kitty City. And maybe it was with Lionel Train. Maybe it was back in the day. Of, uh, you know, when there's train stores. No, it wasn't. I mean, I wished I could shop at a Toys R Us because you were always on WPIX. You know, you don't want to talk about the past. Obviously not. You're moving forward. Uh, and it's great to see the two, two of you together, uh, like, uh, and out and about. How did you get here? Did it do, oh, because you, how do you, oh, don't worry about it, uh, yeah, because you grew when you came through. At first, I saw, I said, how are we going to... But that's very considerate of you to grow to human size so that I have to figure out, you know, place settings or I don't have small forks and stuff. Okay, yeah, the non's ready. Yeah, and just soak it. Well, yeah, you can eat it like taco. Yeah, the salmon's good. Thank you. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, this is my friend. This is Joffrey and JoJo. Yeah, they're here as friends. I hope this is the beginning of a great friendship. Uh, 
you know, just, and I mean, just mean, you know, as simple as, uh, maybe eight months from now we eat dinner together again and exchange some texts and maybe watch a Warriors game or something. Great. Uh, yeah, and then, well, see, uh, now that you brought the nine, I want to, ha- I'm going to have the nine. And then what I'm going to do is put this, some tomato sauce over the nine. So this will show you an alternative way. Then I'm going to put the meatballs on the nine. Yeah, then some tabbouleh, tabbouleh, tabbouleh. Uh, then some of these onions and bell pepper and, you know, and then the cucumber yogurt sauce. Uh, and, yeah, it's very soaked, so it wouldn't be able to lift up the naan without it falling apart. It, wouldn't, it hasn't stopped me from trying in the past. But, yeah, we could just cut it up and eat it with a fork and a knife. It's very excellent that way. And, yeah, very simple. Yeah, there you go. Just take a bite. It's wonderful. Wonderful to have you here with me eating dinner. Wonderful to have my friends here. Uh, you know, nice, warm, yeah, soul-filling meal. Thank you, Joffrey. Really help uh, boost all our spirits. Good to see you smile. Though I don't think I've ever seen you frown, even though you didn't work at Lionel Kitty City where the frown gets turned upside down. You know, it's good to have some friends over, break some bread together. We're breaking breads and uh, cutting breads and ripping breads. Uh, yeah, it's a great meal, and uh, thanks so much. Uh, and then we'll have yeah, some of the desserts you brought. Uh, but uh, my, fr- my friend, I always take a nap. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. Uh, good night. Uh, it's a great meal. Hey, hey, come in, come in. I heard you, uh, you, you were, you had a little bit of a COLD. Uh, come on in, like, uh, have a seat. I've got, uh, I've got plus aloe. I've got lotion based, uh, like, uh, tissues here. I have, uh, I have salves and bombs, mostly just, uh, uh I want to say, ba- I do have bag bomb, but it's a bag bomb I use for COA, uh, which is, I think, lanolin. Lanolin's a tough word to spell. You should, if you, I don't know, I don't play any of those word-based games, but if you do, maybe work that in. Or are there a lot of words? It's like L-O, it's like loinlin or something. Uh, but that's what's in bag bomb. And that was usually, I don't know, I'm already off topic, but I think, it, I don't know what the difference between bag bomb and Vaseline or petroleum jelly is. And I don't even know. I think it's what it's called. I think it was originally for um, the udders of uh, like uh, dairy, dairy things. But I think at some point people realized it was great for uh, humans, and it's great for koa. Like if her paws get, get any flare-ups, I put it on there. It's really good for dogs' skin. So I, I, I don't want to. If I had a fresh thing, a bag bomb, I would give it to you, put it under your nose. But I don't. But I do have this. Um, what is it? Oh, bear bomb. I forgot the name of it. It, it, it. The tin's over there, but it has menthol and eucalyptus. Uh, but yeah, have a seat. We're gonna. Well, we could have a seat for a second. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna make it two stops. And I know you don't. Uh, luckily, I have my magic podcast vehicle to go shopping. And I'll tell you what. I'm going to tuck you in here. I have a special. Yeah, let's just do this. Uh, you could come with me virtually. Kind of like a, a, a remote. I'm going to have you, uh, I have a little, uh, this FaceTime camera and uh, headphones I'm going to carry and microphones. So you'll be able to come with me. But let's put you in bed here. 
have a new thing set up just for you because I knew you had a COLD. It's a living room bedroom. So I have this adjustable bed with a, a quantity of pillows. Here's the thing. There's nothing on either side of the bed. So um, you could just throw the pillows off whenever you want. And then there's blankets everywhere. And you could raise your feet or your your, your chest or both. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, I have this magical tray that def- descends from the ceiling that I designed. And you just, uh, you you say, uh, garçon, or you can clap three times and it'll lower a tray with drinks for you. And you can imagine different drinks and it'll make sure to have, have them uh, as long as you imagine uh, cider uh, sipping broths, you know, I had that the business I t- tried to launch that I never did, sipping broths. So it has sipping broths and, uh, yeah, other things. But I'm going to go, and it's lucky you're not coming with me, because even though this is a virtual trip and I have my magical podcast vehicle, it, uh, it, uh, well, anyway, so I'm going to head out, uh, but it's like, you're, this is so easy, you're right here with me. I can hear the bed adjusting. I wonder if you're putting your feet up here. Like, I can't tell. I'm not the Sherlock Holmes of adjustable beds. No, yeah, I have thought about that with the adjustable bed, but it is like my bed's just for sleeping. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to make one quick second stop other than TJ's. And I'm going to go in, uh, like, and not in through the front door, like, because it's uh, the I-K-E-A. But we're just going not to the ca- – yeah, I guess it's a cafe. Well, they have two places to eat. Uh, you know, remember we talked about this, like, Kmart used to have a uh, eatery, a Kmart uh, cafeteria. And the one by me, I think I ate at once or twice. It was like a, it was like a diner right in the middle of Kmart. I know we've talked about this, and – I really feel like that was my place. It just, just, and I guess it, when I was when I, I didn't eat there a lot, I used to desire to eat there. It was a sit-down diner, at least the one by me. And I don't know if the prices were better because you were shopping at Kmart. It was just like being at Kmart so exhausting. You'd need to go to a diner in the middle of it to get through. Uh, but so. What was my point? Oh, like, uh, I, I guess now, I guess it would, like, I don't think I would eat there with irony, but maybe I would, like, more of, like, rebellion. So I guess it's not irony. Like, I, I guess it would be, if it, if there were Kmarts that I could eat at at a diner, I don't know if it would be ironic or not, but I, I, I would uh, eat at them if they're, but, like, I don't know, I haven't bothered to look, you're right. But this, I-K-E-A, they have the the, the big uh, restaurant, which is not like a diner. It's more like a kind of a cafeteria, which some Kmart's I think had. Maybe all Kmart's had cafeterias, and I'm wrong. You know, my memory. I was just a little little boy, but uh, and IKEA is known for some nights kids eat free. I tried to do that, but I said, well, with the gas, it's probably not working out. And it tends to get really busy, but but they have good they have a lot of options, good prices, very popular with their things. And then at the end, like much like what's that other place called? Is it C O S T C O or is it C O C? That's the ships are C O C. You know what I mean? Though that place has just at the checkout the, the uh, ca- I guess that's a cafe. 
And I, I, IKEA has a very similar one, but with other options. And we're just here. So, yeah, I don't know. I've never done it. I wonder, I think the Doughboys did do an episode where they ate at it, at the, the Burbank one. Burbank, I think they had one and then they built a new one, or maybe they just built one. Uh, but uh, what was my point? I don't, I don't remember my point. Oh, uh, oh, we're going. That's where I'm going right now. I'm, I'm, I'm parking. They actually have uh, charging stations at, uh, there. So I'm plugging my car in here. You know, they stop. They, they're, they're not going to make my car, uh, which is a little bit. I said, well, no, that's too bad. I really like my VOLT. VOLT is, I mean, they lease it. So I said, well, I wonder what will happen in a year and a half when it's up. Uh, but plug, plugging it in now, it's so good to see you. I know, I know what it's like to have a cold. And, I, I mean, I hate to say this because I know people don't like to hear this, but sometimes it's cute to have a cold. Uh, I think people get self-conscious. About that, they talk a little bit like that, and uh, I don't know. Maybe there's like a, a vulnerability in having it that. Uh, but it, so we're just making a quick stop here, and I know it's been said uh, that uh, you know I actually saw a listener at this IKEA once, uh, and it was uh, it was uh, they had seen me. And uh, I said, did I know, did I know that person? We made eye contact and then they came back and said, they listened to the podcast. It was so, uh, uh, it was so humbling. I was sitting there and that trip I was doing, um, I think what I did was, uh, I think it was there for one thing that they, oh yeah, this was it. This was the last time I was there or maybe not, but, uh, I guess maybe not, but they, they had, uh. I was eating before, like, so I went at lunchtime. I had lunch at the cafe that we're going to. And then I, uh, um, then I saw the listener. Then I went in, I think I went in the back way because I was just looking for something. When I moved, I had bought my daughter a bed and they didn't have one of the essential parts there, but they sold me the other two parts. And then I, it was, it was one of the few times I was very, uh, unpleased. Uh, with them and I couldn't bend them to my will they're they're online so I said can you just send this to me with free shipping and they said no 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 you got to go to the store to get it and I said when they have it in stock so I didn't realize it but I had eaten lunch first on that trip uh, and then tried to pick it up and I think on that trip they didn't have it but that's where I've gotten to, to where if you're just going in go in the back if you know you don't have to go into the casino part because, to me, it's the exact same as a casino without gambling. Because once you go up that escalator, unless you're a very determined person, like at a casino, you say, well, I'm determined to, to just get to the show, just get to the restaurant. I'm going to focus. I'm going to take the shortest distance I can. I'm going to look at a map or I'm going to ask what the quickest way to get to uh, you know, the restaurant is. And then I'm going to go. Otherwise, you go in there, and it's cool when you're when you have. I have found that the ideal time is like just after opening on the weekends. If you're going to go on the weekends, and on a weekday, you just never know what you're going to get. Uh, so what was oh so um, what was I? I think I was in the middle of telling a story, and then I started telling another story, which interrupted my story that I was trying. What was I saying? The last time I went there. It went in.
I guess as you're saying, when you go through, it can wear you out. And they have a restaurant in the middle. And the restaurant's pretty good. I guess those are my points. Now, d- d- like sometimes I have impulse bought stuff and I'm not as good. Like I'm like, oh, that's not as good. And the lines can be too unpredictable. Now, they do have, with the cafe at the end, you can order stuff when you're waiting in line or pay in line, I think. I think that's it. You can pay in line. Because they just, like like the big C place, that I don't, I don't have a membership there, but they have uh, pizza and dogs, and then they have like a stromboli-like thing. I know we've had this conversation. There was a few years where I existed. That was my lunch uh, a few times a week, the chicken chicken bake. I think that one, had, it was like a week's worth of food in one, one serving. Uh, but they have also at Ikea, they have the, the, those are your basic options. The hot dog with a drink, pizza, and they have a vanilla soft serve. They also tip to families if you want to, like, they also have a slushy, uh, and they have about six flavors. So if you're looking, uh, I don't know. It's just so involved, like parking in a car and stuff. It's if you you can't do it quick. But if I wasn't talking, we would be. This would be a quick trip. So that's another option for treats. And kids do like walking around it, uh, especially I think in the ages of uh, like six, six to twelve, thirteen. I, I don't know. My, my daughter likes going there. And at her age now, I do like it, but it, you know, there's certain times it just drains you, especially if you're there for a purpose, and then you're like me, and you get you forget things, or you say, "Well, I just want this office chair." Uh, so we're going in the back. I've been standing out here in the back, ch- chatting with you in the loading area. They have free twine. Uh, also they have the, the, their shopping carts. You probably, we've probably talked about this before. Their, their, uh, for, their shopping carts are, uh, intelligently designed and frustrating because they have all four wheels. They can go in all four directions. And I'd say those crafty Swedes, uh, that way if you need, you know, you could go, per, you can go, uh, anywhere on a, a graph you could go. Instead of in a typical U.S. shopping cart, you know, you have to work, you know, you have to do it in circles. This way you could you could run around in circles or squares or, you know, whatever you wish. Uh, but you, it, it is, it, when people can't drive, they can't drive shopping carts either. And that includes me. And especially if you're trying to manage a child or a kid that wants to help push, it, it's, uh, it's a, there's a learning curve to these curvular uh, wheels. Uh, but we'll go in the back here. We're just picking up one thing. I did b- b- pre have a, 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 my a LUNCH because they said I don't want to go in. And I, oh, what are we buying? We're just buying a bag of frozen meatballs. And it was more of a, it's to give some variety and a little fun for you because I know you have that COLD. So that's all we're buying in the Sw- their Swedish meatballs. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I'm purchasing them now. Uh, no, I do. Like I would come here more often. It's a little bit like I said. It's just like uh, it's it's uh, it, it, it's like a bit, a bit of a. I mean, maybe this is what I don't think Kmart was this intense because it's just much bigger, much more parking. Uh, that yeah, I don't spend as much time here as I, I'd say. It could be good people watching. You're right. 
Um, maybe just me. I'd, I'd like, uh, here's what I would do if I, like, there's a movie theater near mine. And I think I only did, only did this once successfully and planned going to the movies or going to, to, to get something small at Ikea and then going to the movies. And that was a little bit of a nice reward. Uh, but I, I don't always plan that. Um, so we have the meatballs. They're frozen. And I have actually like a freezer bag in my car with uh, like ice packs from the Green Chef, that thing that I keep in my freezer. So we'll keep these frozen. And I'm not, I'm not, here's the thing. I don't know anything about Swedish meatballs. I've heard of them. I think I've been to uh, potlucks where there's been Swedish meatballs. I think I've probably said, no, thank you. Uh, because we talked, I mean, we've cooked meatballs before. So normally we, I would make my own meatballs. You know, I'm a, refor- I'm a reformation meatballist or something. But I don't know what the right term is, you know, but when I was a kid. It didn't like meatballs. It came full circle a year or two ago when I said, oh, it was because uh, the style of meatball that my mom liked was not to my personal taste. Uh, so that was the main meatball I was exposed to as a child. And I don't want to like it. It was a Syracuse-based meatball a mix, I think, of meats and seasonings. And it just wasn't my cup of tea. So... so like any child, I assumed this is what a meatball is. It's not for me. Never again. As soon as I have a choice, I just won't eat meatballs. And I think that reflected in my still not, I don't, I, I guess I can really say this, other than these frozen meatballs, which I'm not going to cook in a Swedish manner, I, I can see many a pot like a crock pot sitting there, bubbling with a meatball and a brown sauce, and that's like a Swedish meatball, right? And I don't know what that is, so if I still have never had it. Next potluck, I'll try to try to try it. Um, I guess it's just not a—I guess if you're a Swedish meatball fan, um, but I guess like at potlucks, they try to stay away from anything that has— a, like that that's like a, that's not a pudding or something that has like a coagulated liquid, especially that's like a, a earth colors you say, well, if it's a coagulated liquid that, that uh, like a mayonnaise or something, we say that's a, more of a dressing. You don't know. I just don't know that the, uh, or the other ones are just plain meatballs with like a fork on them. But yeah, it's just just a ignorance bias. You're right; it is ignorance bias uh, from when I'm a kid. And and uh, we have our meatballs. We've checked out. Uh, I didn't buy. Well, I did buy. Uh, I wanted to have some lingonberry drink, uh, so I did buy a little lingonberry. I like to have a. I call I call it the IKEA pepper. Uh, it's a half cola, half lingonberry drink. It taste isn't for everybody or, you know, anyone, but it's just something I always forget that I, I like how I enjoy it. And then I make it again. So I'll be enjoying, enjoying that. And we're so, we're, yeah, we know we have, we have two very simple, holy mackerel are these simple recipes, um, for, for you, well, well, for, for your COLDs and these should, uh, it should help you on the mend. And you do actually have, uh, a little bit of cooking to do, but the tray, the magical tray will do it. So just like in a regular cooking show that doesn't happen in real time. 
Oh, what are you going to cook? You're going to just cook it. Well, you know what? We won't do it. I'll make sure we just buy the pre-cooked ones. Normally, I'd just cook them. Normally, I'd cook chicken thighs uh, as a part of this. And to, to, I would um, pan fry them or grill them. Though you could, because uh, this is supposed to be easy. So it'll be even easier because we'll buy pre-cooked. I think they just have uh, a grilled chicken breast at our net. Yeah, here we are, Trader Trader TJ's. Our old friend, the old Joe, the old trader, uh, with its second season of its podcast, and not a nary uh, a call to old Scoots, who's been podcasting about old Giotto and everybody else's, all the other imaginary names I forget, uh, JoJo, Joffrey, the, the giraffe, and who, you know, Pom Pom, the uh, sloth. You know, this was be this hooked him out a while after this, but a listener sent me a sloth. I don't know who who it is, a mystery listener. It's very nice. Yeah, it's cool. Uh so um okay, so we don't have a shopping list, so this luckily you're not with me. No no status. My Trader Joe's uh, romance my Trader Joe's fomances have been uh, is severely lacking. Uh, why? Well, here's a couple of things. I've been like a, a volunteer on some Mondays, so I go to a different Trader Joe's after I volunteer because it's on my drive home, and it's at lunchtime on Mondays. And I don't know if that's like a low fomance time, but it's uh, it, uh, it it seems like that. That's one thing. The other thing is uh, maybe it's just maybe it's just the winter. I don't really like. Uh, the winter of my fomance is, uh, what if, I guess I have a FOMO, fomance FOMO, really, like, uh, not, not to call in 2015 up and ask it if I can use its, uh, words of the year. Uh, but I, I do have, I don't, ha- I, I just have OMO, or let's see, of missing out. I just have MO, FOM, FOM, FOMANCE MO. Miss, miss, mo mance mo yeah well i definitely have mo mance uh but but that's why you have a fall mance uh but you, so no activity nothing i mean i think just it's like uh i've just gotten to a place where i say well maybe this isn't the like uh the arena for it too i say well the people like uh, people are here to shop and work and not to uh, uh be fomanced uh, but like uh within my mind, right, to say, so, so that's, a, you know, that's a part of it, is, is saying, well, uh, just buy your freaking grocery scoots, uh, you know, but, 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 so, I guess uh, that's part of it, but, so, we're here, we're shopping, we're taking the right that I always take, we're gonna buy some cruciferous crunch, uh, so, spoiler alert, we're having cruciferous crunch, which is, Koa's, uh, Third favorite vegetables, but maybe her favorite. She likes carrots, broccoli, and then cruciferous crunch, which we've had before. But I'll go. It's like a kale, uh, red cabbage, uh, some sort of broccoli. You know, it's just chopped up. It's very. It's not for everybody raw, except for koa and a little bit me. I use it as as a like a salad top. It's a salad topping. That's a salad. Uh, so that's uh, that's what what we do with it, but not not today. Oh boy, we're taking cruciferous crunch and uh, 
we're, t- we're taking the crunch right out of it, believe it or not. And but we're putting it right in. So we're, we've got the surface crunch. Now our next stop is in the the cooked meats section, which uh, we'll grab a container of this uh, grilled chicken breast uh, yeah, right there. You probably could even use a can of, uh, uh, like, uh, if you wanted to. And now we're going to be at a loss because they say, what else do we need since I didn't make a list? So we, just, so we have the cruciferous crunch. They don't have miso. Now, normally I would make sure we have the miso. I think maybe it was the last time we talked about how I'm on this miso kick. And I like adding miso to everything. So I like having the miso just as it, is, it gives it a little bit umami or whatever, however you say umami, uh, uh, what what does someone say after they ride a roller coaster with their mom? Umami, not funny. Well, what what is it? What does it go? How does a ghost? Uh, what is the fifth flavor on a ghost palate? Uh, Boomami. That was actually a joke. It just made up. That almost works. Yeah. What is it like other than sugar, salt, whatever the other flavors are? Bitter. Yeah, what 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 is a what is a Slimer's fourth flavor on Slimer's palate? Gumami. What do you say when you want to get rid of the, the, all the shumami? Uh, what do you say uh, to, to the the seasoning that has a cold uh, flumami? Uh, okay, well we could think we a funnier person, more adept, but we're not here for comedy. We're here for shopping, and they don't sell. Uh, uh, miso here anyway. So, uh, there's just something, especially with broth based stuff, but I have some at home and we will add it. And I mean, miso paste, they do have other miso based things. Uh, oh, 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 I was saying I'm going to forget everything we need, which is probably correct. So we need, well, we need jasmine rice, a half or any rice at all, which we have at home. We needed a chicken breast and cruciferous crunch. Um, okay. Oh, okay. The next stop is uh, the, 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 the the aisle, the staple. I, I guess I would call it the staples aisle. I don't think we really need anything else. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit concerned because this is going so well. Uh, but we'll come down the staples out. Now, let me stop you here. This, now, I think I was bragging on their seasoned salt and uh, uh, the, the chili lime seasoning. Especially for this, you may want it. Uh, you, they don't, I don't know if they have, they don't have a five spice here. But they have this new one, I think since the last time we talked. Maybe we talked about it, but it's this um, onion salt. But it's not just onion salt. It has... Uh, it looks like it has some dehydrated green onion in there, some garlic, alum, or whatever. Uh, and I've been vi- finding it, it adds a nice little, so we're going to grab that, the onion salt, or onion seasoning. And the seasoned salt, uh, the, the TJ seasoned salt's great on eggs. Uh, I love it on eggs and other things. So here we are, we're in the broths section, and I talked about this, and then I said, well, we're going to try it, the next COLD season that comes in. And so here we are, and they have, uh, now during the holiday season, they have turkey bone broth, beef bone broth, and chicken bone broth. 
Now, now that it's the, uh, you know, a little bit after that, they just have the beef and the chicken. We're going to buy one of each. They come in those Tetra packs. And I know, I know, I wish I had the wear with, I know I have the Instapot, so it's probably easier to make bone broth. Uh, but when you're taking care of somebody remotely, even like you resting at my place, uh, you know, you're not even having to cook any chicken thighs up is, uh, it, it just, it just for convenience, this is what it would be that you would already have these in your cabinet because these are all shelf stable things other than the cruciferous crunch and the chicken thighs. You could have the meatballs in your freezer. You'd have, so, so we'll see. So, so we're going to get both things of broth and we only need one of each, uh, since we're cooking for two. Now, if you're cooking for more than two, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we won't have any celebrities coming by because you have a cold. Unless they hear from a celebrity that has a cold, I don't, you know, we can't really, that has the exact same cold as you. We can't, uh, we could remote in a celebrity. We'll see about that. Uh, but so here we go. So we have the broths. And now, right over here, Trader Joe's is trying this new thing recently soup in a cup, uh, ramen in a cup. Uh, now, if you're a big fan of, uh, a cup of soup things is my daughter. She's a connoisseur of uh, ramen in a cup. Now, these are a little bit different. They don't have any um, dehydrated vegetables. So it's more of just a ramen. So they have a chicken, they have a miso, and they have a plain. So we're going to get a couple of these chickens, uh, two of them, the chicken ramen soups. And again, this is for convenience sake. I realize... Uh, I, I realize that, but you know, chicken chicken soup for the for the S O U L. That was a book. We're making it here for Y O U, and with some bone broth. Oh, you want me to say country bone broth? Uh, maybe I should. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll. Maybe that'll stir up a foment if I walk around uh, at T J saying country bone broth. It does sound different because it, you have a cold. So it's like, how would I say it if I had a cold? Um, um, let me hold my country bone broth. Yeah, that's a sound. Yeah, country bone broth. Can you give me some country bone broth? Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's how I'd say it. If I, that would be like a that would be a can That's not that didn't sound cute to me though. And yeah, come on down to country bone broth. We got the greatest sipping broth. We got sipping broths. We got you know I would have a five spice broth, a full broth. You get, there, there's a place, uh, get your foe and a foe, a bowl of foe and a foe man. It's here at Country Bone Broth. Uh, yeah, we could have, uh, uh, romance novels at every table. I, that would be interesting. That would be a strange theme for a restaurant. It wouldn't be a restaurant even. I guess we could serve other things other than broth and rom like romance novels. That's it. Maybe one of those celebrity chefs could do that. Fomance. Uh, there's, if there isn't a place called Fomance, uh, first of all, legally lock it in. Please, uh, somebody for me. Uh, and then open it. And, and just, you know, just get, uh, let me write the menu in a, like a, a Fomance. Here's it. Yeah, go in with you. Uh, is there, it's just got to be a place called Fomance, but police, but if not, uh, let's do it. Somebody cool. I think it would be best in, like, we'd do one in L.A., Las Vegas, New York, San Francisco, and somewhere else cool, like, uh, like Madison or, or some, you know, uh, 
Montana. Someplace really cool. Maybe you should open the first one there. Fomance. Uh, this is we're not making faux today though because I don't. I, I, uh, I, I, this is a basic recipe. Okay, let me let me pause because I got to make sure we have everything. So we have our vegetable, we have our proteins, we have rice at home. We're not using any garlic or onions because we're trying to make this easy. We have our broths. Uh, we have our uh, ramen. Am I missing anything? I don't think I am, but I could be. Uh, yeah, so we'll check out here. Uh, Treat-wise, uh, I'm trying to think if we've caught up on any buys of the year I've had recently. Uh, well, you know what? Let's, let's stop at the cider section. I try to always buy a thing of apple cider while they have it because they don't have it all year long. And it's the closest thing I said to, like, fresh apple cider taste-wise. And, and not that I drink a lot of cider, but especially, I don't, I don't, I think apple cider, when this is unfiltered. There was a great uh, article that I didn't read about Honeycrisp apples. I forget where it was. It might have been in the New York Times or an episode of 99PI. Those are my two, like, uh, most interesting sources of information or the New Yorker, but... So it probably was in one of those, uh, a history of the Honeycrisp Apple. Uh, maybe I could, like, uh, give you the article. And I don't remember, like, like I know I did an episode about apples and because and, I love apples and we got to go apple picking as kid a lot of times. And uh, I don't remember the Honeycrisp particularly, but uh, so we got the apple cider. Oh, they have winter sangria, which believe I think they maybe changed the flavoring, or maybe I'm just drinking it. It's not cold enough. Oh, winter sangria flavored water, which is more of like a grapey flavored water. Uh, it's different. It, it's uh, but, but last year I loved it. I would drink it like it was soda, and I would pretend it's soda. Yeah, uh, but this year it, 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 I, I just had some last night, and I, I mean, I did let it warm up a little. Like, I took it out of the fridge. I wasn't having it on ice, uh, and I said, "This tastes a little harsh. Uh, like, maybe the citrus peel flavoring was a little bit too intense." Because I would assume that's like it's like a mix of grape flavorings and citrus peel flavorings. They don't have star fruit, which is another big hit that I haven't seen. Island Colada was another one I really liked. Uh, and like I said, I would mix half a glass with Island Colada, which was like a pineapple or a co- coconut, and then pineapple, half and half. But they have now been regularly stocking, and we will buy this uh, This uh, sparkling water. It comes in a four-pack, so it's a little bit spendy. But it's just ginger. It's delicious. This four pack of this. They have two other flavors, uh, but this ginger lemon. It's just. Uh, it's almost like a ginger ale, and it's sparkling water. And you, you should probably have more ginger brace. Ginger brace. Ginger braces. I wonder. Uh, I wonder what happened. I never tried that when I was a kid. But if I had braces now, kids don't do this. Uh, I would probably shred some ginger with my braces. Uh, and then you could call me ginger braces. You say, man, you ever since you got braces, your breath has been fresh in a way. I can't quite put my, I say, it's ginger braces. And you say, I'm sorry, what? Oh, every morning after I brush my teeth, I shred uh, my brace, I shred ginger with my braces. It, it feels good. It tastes good. 
Uh, so yeah, you could call me. You say, "What's your cowboy name?" Ginger braces. Uh, uh, see, aren't those bracers? I, I don't know what you're talking about. These are ginger braces. Uh, your first cowboy to have why time traveled. That's why. Uh, that's what's on my teeth. Though, braces, and the reason they smell so good is because of the ginger. I wish I had braces so I could shred some ginger. But it really, I think fresh ginger is another thing that's, and I always have trouble keeping it. Because if if you keep it out, then where you can see it, it it doesn't last as long. And if I put it in the fridge and then I forget it's there, to just shred it on everything, it's another great use for you know you can make your own carrot miso dressing. And it is so delicious, you probably will want to, like, your salad will be covered in carrot miso dressing. And they have it here. I remember talking about it with a, one of the Fearless Flyer ones. And the thing was uh, that uh, I, I bought it, and it went so fast. And I said, well, just use it, it's just easier to make on your own. Well, it turns out this. I think that's why I first purchased red miso. And I don't even have any white miso yet. So, yeah, we should check out, you're right, uh, just trying to make sure, it just seems like I'm underdoing it, uh, but, you know, you're, co- okay, so I'm going to check out here, um, and I'm, I'm just trying to, um, bide my time before I check out, just to, just to make sure, okay, let's, let's check out, and, uh, next thing you know, I'm already here in the kitchen, now, the good thing was, before, I left, I did, uh, while I was at checkout, before I got into checkout, the reason I paused there was because I was also, I raced home before checkout, and I took my Instapot, now, here's here's what I'm, I did with my Instapot, and this is a, one of the meals, instantly ready to go, is, uh, so I took the Instapot, I took, uh, now, I do like to uh, saute my rice first uh, in the Instapot, so, I took, uh, a little bit of olive oil, put it in this about, put it on saute, yeah, put my rice in, just kind of gave it a little bit of a to- light toasting. And then I took the entire thing of bone broth and I measured it. Now, my particular thing of bone broth, uh, it just happened to be two and a half cups. So I put two and a half cups of broth in with the, with the uh, rice. Well, I'd measured it. So that's what I was trying to say is uh, you get to measure it first before you put the rice in. So you know how much rice to put in. So that, that I knew that I had to put in one and a quarter cups of rice. Or you could put in one, I guess you could put in one cup of rice. Uh, uh, like, yeah, maybe that's what I did because I wanted a little bit brothy. I don't know. I, I wasn't paying attention because I was, you know, virtually in two places at once. But we're, we're going to add the broth in. And then we're going to put the meatballs in there. And I leave it on saute while I'm doing this. It just it, 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 I don't know. It's just a way I do it. But we don't want any steam to go off. Uh, so like it, it looks like about half the pack of meatballs looks like a good spread with that rice. And then we're just going to seal it. And we're going to do – now you hit cancel on the Instapot. And then we just hit rice, and it's in the rice mode. Now, this is white rice. So, you know, we probably, for your COLD, I did debate this because they said, well, the brown rice is a little bit. But he said, well, what are you going to eat more of? Because uh, you're going to get your broth, you know, you're going to get your broth on. And I figured that that, that would be 
Yeah, so that's cooking. Now, that's one entire meal right, right there. Now, what we will do, and this is a requirement. I'm sorry that, uh, you know, some people, but what, what we'll, the only other thing we'll do is when it's ready, now we're going to do a t- natural taper, like a, whatever they call it, de-steaming. So when it's done, we'll let the steam work its way off, and then we'll just mix in some cruciferous crunch. But we can leave that for later. You can even keep it on warm for a little while. But but, uh, that's your dinner, really. The only thing it needs is a cruciferous crunch. And you could keep that and you'll eat that later or take it home with you. But obviously when you have my situation that I set up for you in my living room, you could just sleep there tonight. Now our next recipe is just as magically easy as we're going to take the whole thing of uh, chicken broth, chicken bone broth, which is different, you know, than... And again, I know that the regular fresh ones, you can get those. And, you know, you might want a vegetable broth. It's totally understandable. I totally hear where you come from. For most of this, uh, you could have, you know, veggie meatballs. You could just have the rice. Uh, so this is just like, uh, you know, the, 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 you, I know you eat, you eat chicken and beef. So I know the broths will be good for you. So this one is pretty simple. So we're going to add it. We're going to start the boil, the broth on a boil and get it to boiling there. And then we're going to add. Now, we already have the chicken bone broth. Now, some people might say this is too much, but we're going to add the seasoning packets from the ramen, the chicken ramen, into that broth as it starts to boil. Now, they also come with these oil packs, uh, which I don't even know what they are, but we'll add those in. But I don't add those in until later. And now as it starts to boil, we're going to add in the ramen. And we're going to stir the ramen up. And, yeah, this is just a guesstimate, but I figure that we have enough broth. And now I'm I'm chopping up the the chicken breast. Like, usually you just use home. You don't even have to. And then we're going to add that into the boiling water. And we're going to lower it down. Uh, But we're going to kind of keep it at a simmer boil, like on the cusp there. And just mix the chicken in because it's already cooked. Uh, and then we're going to add a few handfuls of cruciferous crunch, which will be ni- it, it, really nice. Uh, and then a tablespoon of miso. Now, no, no, no. Let's just do a teaspoon of miso because it's a little risky with um, since we already have the ramen seasoning in there. And, yeah, we're just going to mix it and, uh, like, uh, basically... You just like wait till the like another minute while the uh, cruciferous crunch wilts a little more, and then the ramen. We, we just make sure that you know, I want to make sure this wooden spoon. We keep the ramen covered, uh, because that's uh, th- that'll be, yeah, that's how we do it. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is how we do it. Uh, uh, ramen. I, I don't know that song good enough. Is that Nate Dog that sings that? Uh, this is how we do it. Uh, a nice chicken broth uh, and some chicken some chicken bone broth uh, yeah uh, and then that's it we're going to we're going we can shut the heat off and just keep it mixing and just make sure we're getting the ramen underneath the water and as that cools that that'll be ready to eat almost instantly and it'll be the ramen will soak up a decent amount of broth but you'll still have some broth to consume now, personally, what I would do at this point is either add some of the, like, uh, once it cools where I can see how salted it tastes, I may add more miso 
like to give it a little bit of a, like a, a faux faux flavoring, maybe some five spice and maybe like some, you know, red pepper or something to give it a little oomph, uh, even some ginger uh, are options, which you could make it a more hearty. You could also add some uh, garlic and garlic and onion uh, powders. It's really up to you. But yeah, I'm here. I'm going to get everything ready. And actually, there's a knock at the door. Uh, oh, Antonio, I heard you had a cold. That's why you couldn't come and... Rec- uh, yes, my friend. Uh, the ladies and gentlemen, the boys and girls, the friends beyond the binary. It's time for Antonio to get in bed. Yeah, come on in. Come on and get in. Um, I have a bed prepared for you. And, you know, you the two of you, this is my friend. This is Antonio Banderas, uh, my friend, too. And what we could do is we could play Munchkin, and you could, you two, I'll just move your cards for you. I have a, a overhead projector like they would use in a school, and we can use that to play Munchkin, the, the three of us, and then watch movies. Uh, it, like, I'll entertain both of you. But, Antonio, I hope you're hungry. Because, uh, and I hope you like apple cider. Well, my friend, I, I'm very tired. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad that you got a ride here. Uh, um, did you t- did you take like a go- golf shoot? I did Jet X, my friend. Oh, wow, that's great. Uh, I never tried that, but it, uh, I hear that's pretty cool. They, they give you your own thing, huh? I, and you, okay, yeah, get get comfy. I'm tucking Antonio in. And uh, you know what I have for both of you are bibs, because uh, you know you know what no no one ever gives people with colds bibs when they eat, uh, except for me. Oh my friend, I, I uh, thank you. Yeah, yours yours says, says uh, well I did it in marker because I knew you were coming. It's actually just a plastic bib, but it, but it says uh, kiss me later. Uh, you get it? Uh, yes. Uh, so get comfortable. Uh, and yeah, I'm gonna. I'm now. I can't serve you your food because that's just. Uh, what do we have? Uh, oh, my friend, what are we eating? Uh, so we have a chicken bone broth uh, with uh, uh, ramen noodles. I assume that's what the ramen is, but I, I guess I don't know. And we have some nice chicken bro- chicken chicken chunks in there. And uh, you, I, I can, I'm gonna season it for you. However, you, we have. I have a seasonings bar. Uh, which remotely, so you could tell me which seasonings you want, and I'll personally season it for. No, I'll bring you on a tray the seasonings you chose. Oh, my friend, it's, uh, instead of a spice cabinet, you have a seasonings bar. Yeah, it's basically the same thing, but it's just better branding. It, like uh, that's what everybody, especially sober people, you say, "What did you? Uh, yeah, I got a seasonings bar here. Come on by uh, and hang out." Uh, but, yeah, so I have that all prepared for. Oh, so there's also some kale in there and some cabbage and some other cruciferous vegetables, uh, some miso and some ginger, uh, br- 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 braces, shredded ginger. As my friend, I always think uh, your breath is uh, ginger like. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Antonio. So, uh, yeah, get, I'm going to tuck you both in. Uh, get everything ready and and uh, serve you up, and you'll have some broth, and then later you can have some beef broth uh, with Swedish meatballs and rice. Uh, that's uh, also just you know, just a little bit, just enough. Uh, yeah, so uh, 
I hope you uh, get the rest you need. There you go. Let me get you comfortable. Let me puff those pillows up behind you both. Uh, you know, you're both falling. Well, that's good. I could feed you. I could keep. This is easy to keep warm, too. So when you two wake back up, I'll make sure you have uh, whatever you need. The hearty, hearty. Get some hearty, hearty sleep. Uh, hearty, hearty, har. And uh, good night. All right, I want to thank uh, people that uh, subscribed and commented on CastBox, Manny, Joanna, uh, Robin. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, also, uh, Jofour uh, and uh, Emma. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, then people that reviewed the show over on Apple Podcasts. Eleven year old needs this. Uh, I'm only eleven, and I need this to sleep. Otherwise, I'll stay up. Uh, Thank you, thanks, and good night from Canada. Uh, EB says, uh, life is better with sleep with me. I usually wake up between 2 and 5 uh, if I have a busy work week. Uh, podcast helps me relax and get back to sleep quickly. Thank you, Scooter. Thank you. Uh, LLM717 says, thank you, Scoots. I work graveyard and sleep during the day. It lulls me to sleep. I'm forever grateful. Thank you. Uh, Light Pam says, uh, sweet sleep or struggle with insomnia, racing thoughts. Uh, thanks for allowing me to sleep the past week. Best sleep I've had in years. Uh, Sim says, uh, doesn't like the podcast. Uh, uh, instead, it's this man talking about nonsense like gases and liquids, you know, chemistry stuff. Uh, and then he continues to talk for another 15 minutes about literally nothing. Uh, so finally, we get to the story thing, time, and it's not something uh, I'd like. Uh, I think it's the same person, though, because they always use the same. I, I don't like to be rude, but uh, all right. Uh, I also want to thank Ben Ben Dover for fun, uh, who says, uh, more calming than kitten sweaters and warm milkshakes. Thanks, Ben. Ben, uh, give it a fair shot. That comes from Cam. Uh, Solas says they love this podcast. Yeah, Yubby D says better than my old teddy bear. This podcast will have me to sleep in minutes. Uh, Ella says thank you, Scoots. Uh, love this podcast. Uh, works better than anything else. Uh, someone else said, uh, uh, oh, they don't like the ads. So you can, you can skip the ads with the uh, $5 Patreon feed. Uh, Dan and I says loves it. I started listening after listening to MFM and uh, listening to Fall Asleep. Uh, works. Uh, love it. Uh, even told my coworkers about it. SP15. It says uh, used to fall asleep to music. It would be distracted by the lyrics. This podcast is incredible for keeping you company or for sleep. Uh, one of the better things that's happened to me. And from Australia, the fishwife uh, says, random, intriguing babble. I've tried everything out there. The best thing I've ever listened to. Uh, the only problem is when I wake up, I can't remember much about it. I do, do have the giggles, but I can't remember what was so funny. I'm now addicted. So thanks, everybody, for reviewing the show and your podcast apps. I really appreciate that. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, sleeping. These directly exist because of listener support. Yeah, so I want to thank everybody who supports the show on Patreon and uh, everybody that supports our sponsors. Sleep with Me grows because of listeners who spread the word, uh, just their natural experience with the podcast uh, and people in their lives, local communities, your online communities. So thank you so much for that. 
Uh, we're a proud member of Night Vale Presents. You can see all the amazing shows they do over at nightvalepresents.com. We're also a member of PRX. You can see everything they're doing at prx.org. And thanks for listening. There's, here, there's plenty more here. Let me tuck your, uh, let me tuck the sides of your legs in there. Just, you know, and you can always, sometimes you need to get tucked in to kick the blankets off. You know what I'm saying? And I can tuck in. There's a bunch of other episodes ready to go. Uh, I'm here for you. Good night.